I'll never stop trying to reach the top because I still remember how the bottom feels. This is an anomaly, this guy right here. Yeah. Yeah. This is a unicorn. Ain't nobody going to say shit about JB. Brian, I'm back alive on my show. You too. Come on over. I've got a clip on my shoulder. What up, what up, what up? The real Coach JB here with Sarah Blake on the Coach JB show. What up, Sarah? Hello. Man, just chilling on this uh, Menace Monday as Zach will be joining us soon. We got so much going on. We're live on TikTok as well. Uh, Brian Erlacher is going to join us today. Great Hall of Fame NFL Chicago Bear linebacker. He'll be joining us. Uh, big show in store. Uh, we'll be talking with Zach about Scott Frost and everything else. Make sure you head on over to betonline.ag. Use the promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, and get you 50% off welcome bonus. Um, come on over, man. All my TikTokers, come on over to YouTube. Uh, we're going to be talking about everything in there and in between. Plus, we'll be giving away some things as well, some merch, uh, some signed bottles, plus some other things. And if you're a member, you can call in, talk to Brian Erlacher himself. So come on over and check us out. Me and Sarah's here live 1 to 4 p.m. every single day live on YouTube. Make sure you come and join us. Um, Sarah, what up? We got a lot to discuss today. Big show this week. Um, you had a good weekend? Yes, I mean football's back. So yeah, you yeah you were heavy. You were talking <laughs> shit to me and everybody. Sarah don't give a fuck about her co-host or nothing. She's just on there talking shit about everything SEC, and we're gonna get into it today. <laughs> I think I need to lay off the peace pipe during the uh, uh, right <laughs> during <Hey>. Saturday. <laughs> hey, I love it. Uh, quote of the day. Get you guys started. Um, one day or day one, you decide. Real simple quote. One day or day one, you decide. Hey, man, is it is it going to be one day I'll figure shit out and go do it? Or is it going to be this is day one of figuring shit out and go do it? You got to figure it out and ask yourself that question. Uh, Sarah, let me ask you something. Do you make your bed when you wake up in the morning? I do. Every single day you wake up, you Every make your bed. Every single day. That's mm-hmm. what I'm talking about. Clap it up. Um, <laughs> people don't realize that that's a big thing. Like it's yeah, it's intention. When yeah. you wake up, yes. you got to. I mean, that shit starts your day off. I don't care what mm-hmm. anybody says. I think if you make your bed, you start the day with an intention to go do something. Like if you don't, I just think you're like you're lazy. Like that's like, do you brush your teeth? Shit. Like people, <laughs> like people don't make their bed. I'm like, do you brush your fucking teeth? Do you like wipe your ass, wash your ass? Like fuck. I don't know. It's crazy. Um. Everybody, come on over from TikTok that's on here. Join us live. Um, appreciate everybody. Uh, TJ just got out of jail and all you other people. <laughs> hey, man, come on over to TikTok live. We'll have the great Brian Erlacher on today in about an hour. Zach Smith will be joining us here any minute. Uh, lots of discuss today um, as me and Sarah come out on week two of our show here on YouTube. Um Poll question, Sarah. I, I, I got to ask. I don't know what you do at home uh, with the kids and everything. Um, do you Poll question for today. Do you cook or do you go out? <laughs> I know Sarah don't cook. Uh, God, God bless. 
God bless her, man, husband, uh, and her kids. I know they go to McDonald's every day. I I cook. I love cooking. Um, I gotta cook, Sarah. It's a, it's like a it's like a uh, Christians in the chat talking shit. It's like it's kind of like a uh, I don't know a release a release for me. I gotta cook. No, you. What's I your mean, release? What's your I release? If I could, if I could, I would. It's not a tr- like I cook like Ricky Bobby's wife. You know? Wow. <laughs> That's my cooking. So, what's your release? Like, I cook. I say, fuck it, I cook. Uh, you know, I make drinks, I'll cook. What, what is yours? I see your, I see your videos and stuff. Gotta be, I say, I say, going in the, going in the pool, maybe? The pool, hot tub, gym. That's my, my zone. I like the hot tub. I got it in mine last night. Um, mm-hmm. I got to drain that bitch out and fucking gut it, clean it. Um, yeah, New Mexico legend, Brian Erlacher, he'll be joining us today at the second, <laughs> second hour. What'd you do this weekend? Anything? It was my husband's birthday. Oh, yeah. Shout out to big <laughs> birthday boy. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I know confessional Friday, but is there like a confession that you did for him that you want to share that's like might be a little juicy that the fans may want to like tune in for? I don't know. I mean, I didn't. I, <laughs> <laughs> she got she's she got her tongue. Cat got her tongue. I don't know, folks. <laughs> I don't know. Cat got her tongue on Oh, boy. Well, college football's on. So, I mean, that's our thing. But, I mean, we had some fun in the hot tub. Did he have, did he have, like, (laughs) did he take the back fucking seat for college football? What? Did he have to take a back seat to college football this weekend? No, that's, we both, I mean. I was saying, I'm saying, like, did you not, like, hook him up for his birthday because you had to watch fucking Vanderbilt beat Hawaii? Okay, we did not have to watch Vanderbilt, but both of us equally would rather watch football than do anything else. And then if you can add, like, you know, a little fooling around at halftime, why not? (laughs) Man, no doubt about it. Um, (laughs) I hear you on that. Um Connor Casteris, who's probably a made-up human, he said that I'm a freak. Why do I got to be I a mean, freak? Why do I got to be a freak? Uh, I don't know. It's crazy. Uh, I don't know. I don't know about... Uh, somebody said... Oh, John <laughs> Coulter, appreciate you asking. Uh, for anyone out there listening, uh, I, I am trying to rehome, for sure, my big boy, Bonham. Um, I'm also trying to rehome Bailey, my female. They can actually go as a pair. They are fucking inseparable, by the way. They... They absolutely love each other. Um, if I could find the the great home, preferably a female, by the way, a female owner would be the best uh, scenario. Bonham loves females, so Bailey as well. So both of them will go, go great. If you guys got a home out there, if you guys need a great dog, um, and uh, it is what it is, hit me up, DM me, or email me. So I appreciate you. Um, I didn't cook much. I made some fire bomb ass chicken wings, Sarah. I made the best chicken wings mm. I've ever made in my life. I, That's I my favorite food. Yeah, I, I barbecued them on the on the grill. Straight wings. Um, shout out to my boy. I, I I'm, and I'm an asshole for not knowing his name off the top. He's not my boy, obviously. He's a fan that hit me up and sent me a bunch of seasoning. And his fucking chicken seasoning is probably the best I've ever had. So. Um, 
Well, of course, I've uh, I will always miss the dogs. They're my babies, but you know, I can't. I also can't have everyone stressed the fuck out because they're fighting every day either. So, um, it is what it is. I gotta find it, and they'd be more enjoyable if they had a fucking place to run around and 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 live live life and not have to be worried about fighting. I mean, that's just it is what it is. Alpha males can't get along. They can't be together for too long. That's what happens. So, I don't. You know. need a farm, like you. <laughs> Yeah. Sarah has a farm, by the way. She is from Kansas, and so she took the fucking farm on I-70 all the way to caught I-10 and drunk down into Florida, and she carried her farm from Kansas Oh my God, no. to Florida. Um, no. I couldn't last. I could not last on a farm, Christian. You are absolutely fucking unequivocally correct. There's no fucking way you could have me on a farm for more than just visiting a recruit or something. So, uh, I don't know. Um, Missouri plays La Tech on Thursday. What a fucking barn burner. I can't wait. No, I can wait. And then nobody gives a fuck about that game. And I'm answering nobody that. Nobody cares t- about Mizzou. Yeah, I'm, a- I'm asking that on t- I'm answering that on TikTok, by the way, as we're live on TikTok. Um, Sarah, I gained like 6,000 followers on TikTok Saturday night. Because I was posting some football tirades of me just talking the <laughs> truth. And uh, my fucking TikTok went crazy. Um, man, interesting uh, deal. When you talk about SEC football and telling them that the top from top to bottom, you guys just aren't very good. Boy, you oh gained a lot God. of traction. Here you we go a again. Lot of traction, Sarah. Here we go. I'm just speaking the truth. Jordan Nelson said I'm speaking the truth. How, though? They're not very good top to bottom. How do you say that? Okay, let me, let me, let me, clarify. Let me back up and clarify until Zach comes in here. Let me clarify something. I'm not picking on the SEC top to bottom. I'm picking on everybody top to bottom. I don't believe there is a top. I don't think there's a league out there that, can, that sticks out from top to bottom over the next one. The only thing you can say to me is the SEC usually has the national title winner. So you can say they're the better conference. I'm cool with that. I agree with you. I don't believe there's a conference out there that is from top to bottom better than anyone else. I, I Everybody has a Missouri. Everybody has a Vanderbilt. Everybody has a Oregon State. Everybody has a... Um, a Kentucky until the last two years. Let's not act like Kentucky's been this fucking powerhouse forever. They just got decent, okay? Um, South Carolina? I mean, are you shitting me? They're right there with Washington State. Okay, now you're now you're jabbing. No, I'm just telling you. It's but I, what I'm saying. We're only it's only because we're talking about the SEC. I could do that. I could do that with Power Pac-12. I can do that with the Big Ten. But I take could, any team, any team. And put them in the SEC. Any team. We have 13 teams in bowl games. I know because you guys play Duquesne in the preseason. You guys also always play two teams for money that are absolutely horrible. We don't play those teams. Let's be honest. We do not Look, play fucking Duquesne. We do not play Kentucky. Georgia Southern. <laughs> Kentucky would beat any team in the Pac-12 right now. No, they wouldn't. They wouldn't beat Utah. They wouldn't beat probably UCLA or SC. I'm just telling you. Mm. I don't know. It's all. It's all. It's all. 
it's a, it's a, if if it's a fifth, we'd all be loaded because nobody really knows because we'll never we'll never know. All I know is when the SEC was getting going and Arkansas was this supposedly powerhouse and they were going out and beating up on Oklahoma, USC beat Arkansas fifty five to nothing the year they beat Oklahoma. What year was this? Fuck, I don't know. It's Pete Carroll's era. Um, um, I don't know. Uh, it was when we beat the shit out of Auburn and all—not we, but Pack SC. Sarah, let's 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 not wait and let's get let's get Zach, our college expert in this thing, because you know we got to get him in here because it's going to be fire today, Zach. We got so much shit to talk. My co-host is talking shit to me on Twitter all weekend. <laughs> Fucking, I saw it. Hey, yeah. She- she was she was trying to drum up support, but no, she was asking I, you I'm for fucking for help. She's asking you for help because <laughs> he knows he knows right. That damn right. Hey, <laughs> hey, man, what's up, man? You good? I'm good, man. So I you got to go. So Zach has to go to a random fucking football game today. His kids playing at like four o'clock on a Monday, so he's uh pretty pissed off at life right now with the scheduling it just doesn't make sense man like seventh grade football they play on Wednesdays and then this week they play on Monday like what the f- who, who the fuck plays on Monday other than the NFL well thank God they're not playing on Thursday yeah right hey I got you for 30 40 minutes today I there's so many things to ask you we got I got the Michigan quarterback fucking announcement right I know you probably talked about that with Harbaugh I know you said yeah. to go with McCarthy the younger one uh yeah. I know that's going to be a discussion. I, I wanted to get your col- your zero-week college football thoughts uh, from the past weekend. I also, uh, for clickbait, I also wanted to know uh, your thoughts on, uh, so Sarah kind of knows what I'm thinking, what happens with these guys now, retrospectively, that we look back and say, what's going on with the, the formerly accused, such as Reggie Bush, USC as a program, right. the Heisman Trophy being snatched, the vacated wins that USC and Auburn had to had to have endured. What's going on now with that? Now that we're basically being accu- those guys were accused of basically what's going on now is being legal. The NIL, right? Right, right. Um, I mean, we, we as close to home as Ohio State and Terrell Pryor. Jim Trestle lost his job. I mean, yeah, yeah. It's like you sit here and, and you look at it, and I know they're pissed. I know Reggie Bush is like, what the fuck? And, like, and, these guys and, could do all this. Fuck, it's dude. Just, uh, it's yeah. insane. But, yeah, I, I think it's all going to get reinstated. They're, they'll lose any lawsuit in the world. If Reggie B- Bush sues the NCAA, he will absolutely get his Heisman back. He'll get it all back. No, I agree. And then I got Scott Frost's debacle, right? We we, we saw that going on uh, over the weekend, losing to Northwestern in fucking Ireland. For whatever reason, that game was played there. <laughs> um, and then I wanted to go with these uh, the conference talk, uh, the, the yeah. shit that me and Sarah were talking shit about to each other, basically. Uh and I wanted to start there with you real quick because I gotta get. I'm on this banter with Sarah, my co- my lovely co-host, who's just so in, in <laughs> so buried deep into the SEC country and Tennessee Vol land. Um, all right, first of all, Sarah, let's get this straight. All right, Zach, hear me out. I posted a tweet, and my my fucking TikTok goes crazy this weekend because I'm bla- I'm doing football shit and I never do it. So you know, uh, I said. The SEC from top to bottom is not as good as the, all the Twitter gurus think they are, okay? So I came out and said that. And I said that in the fact that Hawaii's Polynesian fucking running back goes 50 against an SEC school and scores. And that's all I said. I said, literally verbatim, 
You should not be allowing Hawaii to go 50 and house you if you're in the SEC. I don't care. Now, I did not say Hawaii was going to win the game. I did not say that Vandy wouldn't blow them out. I said this shouldn't happen to an SEC team. Okay, Vanderbilt subsequently comes back, blows Hawaii out, and guess what all the TikTok fucking people on Twitter says? That 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 really aired well, didn't it, coach? That really I said motherfucker don't li- I didn't say Hawaii was going to win the game. Right. Everybody well, on you know, Twitter. The thing about the thing about Twitter and TikTok Fuck. is this is the most volatile place in the world. Oh. And they will never let the truth get in the way of a good story. Dude. Right ever. It's so, like it's like they don't they're just waiting for the end result and before they even hear what you said. They just ready to talk. They're ready to talk over listen. Well, my, my favorite is when they, they jump in my comments and they're like, What the fuck does this guy even know? And I'm, I'm and I'll like, I want to click on their profile and be like, Listen, John, I, I know you work at fucking Kroger grocery store. Like Kroger. calm down. Calm down. Hey, so so my top to bottom conference talk wasn't to degrade the SEC. It was really right. talking about every conference in totality across America. I don't believe there's a conference out there from top to bottom that's just unbelievable, right? I don't believe it exists, not only because of the transfer portal era that we're in, I just don't think it exists anymore because of all these different things. The NIL grab bagging kids, transfer portal, uh, loyalty just being at all-time low, grit, competitive nature, all that's gone. I believe it's so so watered down as far as across America. And I wasn't saying the SEC's the, the only. I could go through the Pac-12 and say the bottom's horrible. I can go through the Big Ten, the Big 12. We can go through all the bottom parts of these mm-hmm. conferences. All I was saying was that everyone thinks that just because you win a natty um, – most times, you know, Alabama's usually in the discussion. Georgia won it last year. They've had these people in it. I'm just, like, letting people know, the naysayers, your conference from top to bottom is not all good just because you had so many bowl teams. Fuck, Sarah, they took any 16-win team with a pulse gets a bowl game. So there's, there's definitely two arguments here. Like, first and foremost... Like at every level of the SEC, outside of maybe the the bottom feeder in in Vanderbilt, the SEC is stronger than any other conference. But I'm with you, JB, on this that that's not always been the case. SEC fans want to act like it's been that way for 20 years. It hasn't. Four or five years ago, the SEC got mopped up in bowl in bowl games, and that's when you really find out, right? You don't know how good the SEC is this year until bowl games. But bowl games are not a fair matchup. What do you mean? If you think about it. Okay. So, all right. Think about it. This is my argument. So, if you have Ohio State and you have Alabama playing for, you know, whatever in the playoffs, then you take – it's not an equal matchup. So, then you take number three in the Pac-12 versus, uh, you know, they it would typically be a number three team in the SEC, but it's not equal because it's not a number three in the Pac-12 because now that you've taken the best team out of this conference, you don't have an equal matchup. I mean, when... You see what I'm saying? Yeah, when the SEC has two teams that get in, that's when it really comes into play, right? When the SEC has two teams get in a four-team playoff, now you've really bumped up some teams that probably are, are playing a higher seed, for lack of a better word. But... It's just it's been consistent over the last maybe four years that the SEC is just stronger than everyone else. But before that, it was year in, year out. And you always knew that the the best of the SEC was probably going to be playing for a national championship. You can't say that about any other conference. But the the meat of the conference was 
it was debatable every year because, you know, roster turnover, injuries, all those things happen. But of recent, it absolutely is true that SEC is better than anyone. No doubt. No doubt. But my point is, like, everybody has a Vanderbilt. Every conference. Oh, yeah. Everybody Every has conference. an Oregon State. Everybody has a, a you know. Arizona. A, 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 yeah. Everybody, yeah. Everybody has a fucking Boston College or a Syracuse or Every conference has a sh- the bottom shit, and 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 I just I just had to slow down all my lovely southern southeastern conference fucking folks that think Vanderbilt could go in and beat anybody in the Pac-12. No, but here's they my can't. thing. Right? Like like my show for it's I've been doing it almost four years now, and my whole the whole premise of it was I want the Big Ten to be better than the SEC. That's what I want, but I'm not I'm not gonna be naive and sit here and be like we're the best. It's like no, you're fucking not. Like not even close. Yeah, right. right. But no, the, I, the onus falls on people like Nebraska. They bring home Scott Frost, like all the momentum. And I did a whole whole episode on it. Wisconsin and Iowa are fucking the Big Ten. I mean, like no lube fucking the Big Ten because they are those teams that should compete. Right? They should. They should. Wisconsin should make a push to try to become like a Texas A and M. Right? But they spend four hundred grand a year on recruiting. Georgia spent three point two million fucking dollars. So now they get this massive $100 million TV deal. And my thing was the Big Ten Conference should push these schools to put in an allocation percentage. Like you have to put 10% of that money towards recruiting. Because otherwise, if you don't have a financial commitment to recruiting, Wisconsin's never, they're always going to get by on big, big, big white Wisconsin linemen, right? They'll have a great back. They'll be tough. They'll run the ball well, and they'll never compete on the national level. Nah, I agree. I agree. I, I don't know, man. I, uh, as we're talking conferences, though, you, you know, you, you Scott Frost was he set up to fail because he won at UCF, and everyone thought he was going to be the next best thing. I mean, people thought he was, but there was two things that happened in that game yeah. that tell, told me he was a fraud, right? And and the second one, I I really need both of your opinions on. The first one, this son of a bitch gave up play calling duty. He said, all right, maybe I'm the problem. I'm not going to call plays. Brings in Mark Whipple from Pitt. And to all intents and purposes, like the offensive game plan was, it was well, well executed and, and maybe not well executed, but it was well put together. Yeah, yeah. Right. They had like seven or eight drops that killed him, but the game plan was good. The quarterback played well. He had almost 80% adjusted completion percentage. He had two interceptions and both of them were on drops. Right, right, hit a kid in the hands, and then then the defense picks it off. And so the first one was the the only call, the only play call that Scott Frost made the entire game was a surprise onside kick against fucking Northwestern. Northwestern, smart ass kids, and Pat Fitzgerald is well known to be a phenomenal football coach. There's no chance that that front line was going to leave early and let you sneak a surprise onside kick. So he fucks the game up in his one play call of the whole game. And then here's the second thing he did that told me he's a fraud. He had two white wide receivers on the field at the same time. And both of them got one target each. Both of those targets were drops for interceptions. I've coached receivers for 15 years. I've seen a badass white receiver every now and then. Never two on the same team. Why does he have two white guys playing receiver at fucking Nebraska? He thought he was fucking in NFL Europe. He watched Cooper, watched Cooper <laughs> Cup's highlight or something and said, you know what? These white guys can play. Dude. I don't know. I feel like he knew. I mean, he knows. He's on the hot seat. You can't make certain decisions. When you know you're on the hot seat, you're not going to make the best decisions that you could either. So, although, I mean, he should have been gone last year. Yeah, he should have. 
That's for sure. But I mean, you come out in the second half, you're, you're losing to fucking Northwestern. You're supposed to win by 14. He's losing at halftime. They come out, score a touchdown on the first drive, cause a fumble, get the ball back, score another touchdown. They have the lead now, all kinds of momentum. And this dumb motherfucker kicks a surprise onside kick. They don't sniff the end zone the rest of the game. Fuck, dude. I, yeah, it, it was bad. Like like I said, I, I made a video. I said, teams that lose. So this is his 21st game losing by a score or less. And that tells two things. You're either you lack roster depth or roster talent at a, at a, at a, at a rate where you're going to win those late games because you're more talented than the other team. Or you lack buy-in. Because if you right. don't have the buy-in from that locker room, you usually... Start off strong and you fucking falter at the end. And they've lost at the end of every single game they've lost. 21 times they've lost at the very end of the game. And it's just like, I don't know, man. I think they just lost the the uh, whatever he's selling. They're not buying. And that's the problem, um, in no. my opinion. And, 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 the, and you know, as I know, Zach, they're going to hire the recycle hire. Who are they going to hire next? Fucking... Uh, Another, they're gonna hire Rozier. Like, who the fuck they gonna go after? Another uh, guy that played this there. Is, so this they should have never fired Bo Perini. No, no, they shouldn't have fired Frank Solich. They should have never fired Solich. Definitely shouldn't have fired Frank Solich. But you know, it's gonna be, it, it's gonna be one of those names. Right now, the names that they're gonna float out there are the same names that were floated out last year. Right? It's gonna be luke fickle at cincinnati it's going to be matt campbell at iowa state it's going to be mark stoops at kentucky because who the fuck wants to try to battle the sec if you can go to the big 10 west i mean and none of those guys are taking that job i take that back uh matt campbell might take that job he's hit the ceiling at iowa state he's not going to do better than he's done yeah um and then they're going to talk about a bunch of d coordinators that are really good it's the same bullshit but the moral story is Nebraska has been really bad since Frank Solich. I guess Bo Pelini was 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 decent when we first got to Ohio State. They were a pretty solid team, but since then, I mean, it's been Nebraska's been shit. And now with NIL and transfer portal, I mean, that state of Nebraska. Have you ever met somebody from Nebraska, JB? I know you have. I had I met my first one like a couple years ago. They're fucking crazy about Nebraska football because there ain't shit else. Little League World Series, right. Nebraska football. That's it in the whole uh, state. Lincoln's off the chain on a game day. Oh yeah. I'd ha- and the support, so NIL, the collective they have, is it's doing great numbers. Yeah. It's bringing in great money. Why, why, why can't he get a top name, a big time guy to Nebraska? What's your? I mean, there's no way you can't tell, sit here and tell me and Zach Smith that we can't go get a fucking dude. That no offense to Casey, right? I like Casey uh, Thompson or whatever. I, I tried to get him to Indy after he got after he left Texas and was going to leave Texas, and he ended up staying because the other kid left and transferred to Utah. Um, I was actually trying to get both quarterbacks to leave Texas. Uh, no offense to him, but he, he did. Like you said, he had a good game and all that. He threw the two picks that you look at at the end and think it's him. It really wasn't him. But I don't understand, like, all these kids that we've seen go to basically shitty places that are better than Casey. You can't get nobody better than him and, and out of the portal? I mean, there, there was there was a million of them, right? The, the, the quarterback from Central Florida was, was was looking to transfer, and he was going to Nebraska, then switch. I mean, there was a ton of quarterback movement uh, in this cycle. But well, yeah. who just got three quarterbacks, and they just named a starter? Uh, I think it was an SEC school, or somebody just had three. They had three transfer portal cues. All were pretty good. They all started at the other. Oh, LSU. Well, LSU had the, the Jaden Daniels from Arizona State is who they named a starter, and they had they had a, a trio battling. Yeah, for I thought it, no Auburn. Auburn. 
Mm. Auburn had three. Mm-hmm. So you're telling me Nebraska, you can't find one? Like, no. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I, I don't know, man. Well, it's, if you have a choice to play between Auburn or Nebraska, I, I'm going to go with Auburn. But let me ask you this. Nebraska had one. Auburn has three. If you can't recruit that kid and beat him and tell him, listen, you want to come be the guy or the other guy right out the gate from the portal, right. then you're not a very good salesman, and, and Nebraska deserves to fucking be garbage. I mean... Not to mention, JB, you... This is something you and I never had. They can attach money to I, it. I, that's what I'm saying. Like, like, I would be just fine without NIL. With NIL, I would love to recruit for Nebraska. I, I agree. There's no fucking atmosphere like it. Like, we're going to be sold out every game. We sold out 800 weeks in a row. Like, I, I don't know, man. Um, Harbaugh came out and basically said, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fucking start... This guy on this day and this guy on that day. Uh, you know as well as I know, like they say, if you don't have one, you don't. if you have two, you don't have one. Um, I don't know how to take this one, dog, because you're playing game. I know you play Hawaii, and I know you, you have uh, – who they start with? Colorado State. So I should be able to go out there and play and win those two games. I think this is – Jim Harbaugh's a pussy. And he doesn't want to start. I mean, they had a great year last year. He doesn't want to unseat their starting captain quarterback for the more talented young kid. He wants it to play out in front of a live TV audience. So then it's like, well, he has to start J.J. McCarthy. He's a better player. That's what I think he's doing. And he gave J.J. McCarthy Hawaii, who we just watched. And if you haven't paid attention to what happened in Hawaii, their coach left, their whole fucking team entered the portal. So much so that they had to go get – Chang, Tommy Chang, Timmy, Timmy Chang. Timmy, Timmy Chang, yeah. Yeah, the fucking record-setting quarterback to come back to try to get some, like, positive headlines just to try to get kids to stay. Dude, I mean, did, they, you, did the, you watch that game? Yeah. Did you see them on defense? Oh, yeah. Dude, I posted two videos. It's like, dude, you got to be shitting me. Like, tight end swap, unbalanced, and they fucking – what was that movie, uh, um, Unnecessary Roughness? Yeah. When the whole fucking defense swapped over yeah. on motion – it, it looked like that's that movie. And I'm like, dude, you got to be shitting me. Like, you don't know how to adjust in a Division One. You hired a Division One coordinator, and he can't fucking adjust to tight end t- to swap. And, and I'm like, dude, there's so many fucking unsound things going on here. Um, oh, it was, it was brutal. It who was do you think gets the Michigan job after game fucking two? I think J.J. McCarthy is going to be the guy. I think this is all – I think everyone knows it, too. I mean, from what I've heard, he, he – here's the problem. Everyone in that building, not named Jim Harbaugh, thinks that J.J. McCarthy should be the quarterback. The problem is he has a little Mahomes in him. He has a little like baller in him. He'll do some shit out of, you know, outside the lines. And Jim Harbaugh does not like that shit. He likes that Stanford three tight end, pound the ball, do exactly what you're supposed to do with it when we throw it. He doesn't like it. But J.J. McCarthy's just he's he's a talented player, and he just kind of sometimes wings it. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see that deal because, again, like you said, Michigan could very well be, what, 11-0 playing Ohio State in the end, looking for a fourth, you know, spot in the BCS. And, mm-hmm. you know, because you know two two SECs are getting in if there's only a one loss or a two-one loss or whatever. So it's mm-hmm. going to be interesting on who gets that other fourth spot. Um, did you hear anything about this? So I, I got to go back because I wanted to hear uh, Sarah's take. 
like you said, if Reggie Bush decided to sue, see, I thought Reggie Bush did fight for his Heisman back. And I thought SC was supposed to get some wins back, but then they denied both part. I thought they denied both of those. So I don't know, but, but you're accusing people like Auburn, USC, all these guys, you've basically Texas, you've given the, the gauntlet to, uh, now, I mean, retrospectively, these motherfuckers are doing exactly what we, they said they did, which you still have no proof, really. But right, so you should give the dude back Reggie Bush for what he did on the field. Had absolutely zero shit to deal with what the fuck you're accusing him of. He well, still won the Heisman, regardless. This the dumbest shit in the world is vacating things. Like mm-hmm. Ohio State did it; they vacated their Sugar Bowl win over Arkansas when Ryan Mallett was there, and it's like. But but they won. <laughs> like we right. all watched it. Like they won the game. You was, can't take it back. No, <laughs> it happened. Like, it's there. Move the fuck on. Deal with right. what's in the future. Right. It's like you you cheat on your spouse, and then you know two years later, like you're like, all right, well let's just vacate that. That didn't happen. <laughs> yeah, that didn't happen. <laughs> it's like, well, yes, it did. <laughs> um, what are you talking about? What was your thoughts? So, so obviously the zero week. This week we got uh, Oregon, Georgia this Saturday. Uh, probably yeah. the biggest game on the slate, right? Uh, you know, yeah. That, no, I mean, Notre Dame, Ohio State is probably the, the biggest. Oh yeah, game. yeah, yeah, yeah. Georgia, Notre Dame, Oregon, Ohio State. Um, um, especially to to SEC fans is probably the biggest game. Mm-hmm. Okay, what's the better game though? Uh, at the end of the day, do you think do you think Oregon is is ready with a new coach and a new philosophy to to battle Georgia late in the fourth, or do you believe no. oh, you believe Notre Dame is better better battle tested than Oregon to face an Ohio State? I, I mean, I you mean, see two blowouts. Oregon has here's here's why Oregon and, and Georgia might be a more entertaining storyline is because fucking Bo Nix is at Oregon mm-hmm. and it's like he and, D- and landing the DC is at Oregon yeah right and he's from right. Georgia so the storylines are there but also at the same time Marcus Freeman was a great player at Ohio State and he's now at, at Notre Dame I think they're very similar I don't think Oregon or Notre Dame are quite there yet to compete with mm-hmm. these teams but at the same time Ohio State's defense is totally unproven and Georgia lost fucking everyone I the, the I think the biggest take that I can't stand from SEC country is that Georgia <laughs> is going to be dominant. It's like what they might be, but how can you say that with any conviction? They lost everyone, and they have a quarterback who looks like Screech from Saved by the Bell, who's just an average player. Like Georgia might be really good, but I'm not gonna I'm I'm not gonna sit here and say they're even, they'll even be in Atlanta. I, I know me either. Uh, Florida State and LSU play. Um, I think we're going to see some bad football in that game for two <laughs> historically good programs. I think you're going to see some very bad football. Um, yeah. And I think people are going to realize, A, you didn't you didn't spend enough money to get <laughs> motherfuckers. B, you did a horrible mm-hmm. job recruiting. Or C, Brian Kelly, you're just fucking – you're a good football coach. As we, me and Zach know, he's a good fucking football coach, but I think he's a weird fucker that has now lost this generation of, of kid. Um He's average football coach. Oh shit! That's what she said. I really do believe that. I'm sorry. Like I. I no, I mean that's what she said when they say their guys are average. You know, how, you know how that goes. Um, Plus, right. I, JB, I don't know if I've done it on your show yet, but I, every time I talk about Brian Kelly, I make it a point to say he's a murderer. Also. Yes. Like he, thank he you. Killed a video guy. <laughs> thank so, you. Every time I talk about him, I have to call him a murderer because I I know coaches mm-hmm. that were there. He was a raging yep. asshole and made those kids get up in that tower and a kid it fucking blew over and a kid died. Hey, but me yep. and you are doing fucking podcast. 
Right. Let that he sit sh- in. <laughs> mm. No, I'm not a big Brian Kelly fan, especially not he, his. Sarah, he is a good football coach. He just, I just think he's like, he's just, the, he's the norm. Like, and Zach knows better than me. Like, that's what these guys are. They're out there. They don't really give a fuck about these kids, largely black kids. And mm-hmm. they really can give a fuck about anything but their bag and their longevity in the game. Um, they're not really giving a he's fuck. He's a fraud. Well, he's a fraud. That's he the is. majority of head coaches out is, there. But, but- at the same time, so is Les Miles. I mean, there's a, there's a bunch of coaches. Well, Les like, Miles was never. I I don't believe that he is a good football coach. True. No, that's a good point too. But there's a bunch of coaches out there that j- they put up. It's like a character, right? It's like it's like you're a movie star and you put on this this fa- facade that you are this other right. person when really you're not like that. Hey, I, you got to get out of here, man. I got Brian Erlacher on the on the next uh, on the next segment that's here in a couple minutes. Uh, you, you got any any questions for uh, that I need to ask Brian? No man, you do you do your thing. That's a big guess, though. That's awesome. That'll be sweet. Yeah, I'll, no, I'll, I'll have no to watch doubt. it. It's a it's a story nobody knows, man. You know, I was going to go to New Mexico, uh, and he was there, and uh, so I know a bunch of people that were there with him. We were talking the other day about it because we I went on a visit up there, and uh, he was uh, he was there, and fuck a bunch of coaches that were there coaching him are my buddies now, and yeah. so it's uh, it's a small world, man. It's like fuck. It. Now we'll get him on and we'll chop it up with them. Uh, who you got this week, though? You got Ohio State big, or you think there's going to be some first-game jitters? And, well, the, and the line moved from like 10 to, to 15 or 17 or something crazy, so I don't have them that big. But, I mean, I, this is going to be one of the best offenses in college football, so I, I wouldn't bet on it, honestly, because I don't think you could bet on game one with a new defense know. to cover that kind of spread, like a 20-point victory. I know. But if anyone's capable of doing it, it's this offense. So I'm not, I'm not touching it, but I think Ohio state wins by double digits for sure. I think Georgia, Georgia, Oregon's the game that At I'm most excited 28. to watch. Yeah. Damn. Hey, I, I, before I, you get out of here, I got to get your take on this fucking uh, Twitter rant you had the other day. Cause I love it. Cause you're like me and you know, everyone hates me. And I, who's Tim Brando and what the fuck's going on with that? That's what I said. Yes. I fuck. If I know this guy tried to tell me, he said there is a, a dozen uh, upper echelon coaches that would take the Nebraska job, and I was, and all I said was, name one. Now is this and Tim Brando? Is this Tim but Brando from CBS? Yeah, he was. He, he's on, apparently he's an announcer for for games, and I people were all over me. You don't know who Tim Brando is? I was like, I don't fucking I, like until the last three years, I didn't watch games on TV. <laughs> right? No shit. Like we're watching games, you fucking idiot. We're coaching. <laughs> and, I t- and, and the other thing I told him, I said, I literally do this. I mute the TV when these games are on. I don't want to listen to these fucking people. So, but, and honestly, they thought, they thought that that was some like badge. Well, oh, he's, he's a big time announcer. I'm like, even he's further. Paul to Feinbaum's best game. buddy. Right. Zach, did you see my fucking post about the announcers who are calling quarters fucking match oh, God, zero? Yeah. Yeah, I'm yeah. like. I'm like, dude, do you realize there's fucking more? Oh, it's just zone defense. I, I love hearing the broad, it's zone defense. I, I love hearing that it's it's inside zone. Yeah, you have no fucking idea what it is. Like, they're pulling the guard and it's zone. Well, you, I think, did you have it on, did you have it on your show? The one woman, I was on my show today uh, that works for CBS Sports that was talking about O-line? offensive linemen. Oh, yeah, I, I posted it on Twitter on Friday. Oh, my God. She couldn't be any more opposite from what was being said, like you cannot do like, literally the hardest position to adjust is offensive alignment. Dude, <laughs> Pat, Pat right. had it on the show too. I guess she came out and said, they're not only dumb, they're soft. She, 
She said, all they do is push people. Oh, my God. I'm like, what in the fuck are we doing here? Who are people hiring to spell oh. this narrative, though? So, I don't know. Hey, man, I know you got to get to your game. I don't want to hold you. Uh, next week will be great because it'll be after our first weekend of some ball, and then we can start hopefully breaking down some film uh, as we get going, too, and uh, even making this a better deal. So, uh, hey, man, I appreciate you. Hope your, uh, your baby wins today. We'll see, man. He's got he's got to hit some people. He still likes to arm tackle, like like Hawaii and uh, Vanderbilt. Yeah, um, <laughs> fuck. But we'll see. I appreciate you guys. Hey, I appreciate you, brother. Later. All right, we'll see. Um, always fun having Zach on, uh, especially to combat the great SEC talk uh, with great Sarah Blake here, because you know, uh, you know. Uh, Keep going. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> Hey, everybody on TikTok, join me on YouTube right now. I appreciate it. We still got 500 people over here on, on TikTok. Come on over to my YouTube, man. Become a member and uh, come on over. We're giving some giveaways away. Brian Erlacher will be joining us in about 15 minutes. The great Brian Erlacher. So come on over to YouTube, man, and, and hit us up and we'll be there, man. I appreciate everybody coming on over. Uh, make sure you join YouTube, man. Uh, Coach JB Show. I'll see you guys later. Peace. Um, I still got 500 people live on fucking TikTok. Um, I cannot stand TikTok, Sarah. It's not my <laughs> genre of people. But, you know, um, lots to discuss here. I got I to gotta show some stuff. I know we, uh, we got a lot to discuss here with Brian coming on the show. Um, unfortunate news, the Washington Commanders, Redskins, whatever they are, uh, running back was shot uh, several times trying to get carjacked. Um, I don't know, Sarah, what to think about this shit anymore because we got we continue to have people getting shot. Uh, these athletes, these athletes who are not only on a roster in the NFL making a lot of money. Um, I don't understand, and, and I don't, and I don't want to hear it, coach. They. They from the hood or whatever. No, shut up. I'm from the hood, motherfucker. And I know when to stay away and where to be and what to say and what to do. It's unfortunate. I, I want to know why these cats in the NFL, NBA, several people making these millions of dollars continue to get shot. Um, I don't fucking understand. I'm, I really don't understand how we're continuing to get this thing. Um, it's an easy target, too, if you think about it. Yeah, it's it's crazy. I don't understand. You know you're an easy target. Like you said, yes. Sarah, like and and a, and a world famous soccer player got jacked today. Um they robbed his home, tied him up, pistol whooped him, took his fucking money and everything. He plays for I think Barcelona. Um so it's like fuck, dude. I I don't know. I don't get it. Um going back to this Nebraska talk, um Scott Frost kicks an onside kick. I know you watched that game. Um, he kicks an onside kick after they go up in that game. Um, like Zach pointed out, probably his only real call. Um, well, he didn't trust his defense either. Let you me, know what I mean? That's what that is. Yeah, I want to give you my perspective. I'm not totally mad at the, at the call, but I would not have made that call in that scenario, in that environment. If I'm at home with my crowd and being in Lincoln and and being in Memorial Stadium right on that fucking, you know, 88,000 screaming crazies, maybe it's a go. But out in Ireland where the stands were way back off the sideline, 
and you got all these different things. I don't know if I do that, make that call. And especially not on a neutral site against an opponent in your conference. Right. Um, game one, um, I, I, I don't know. I've done onside kicks being up in games, though, because it is a, it's a, it's a surprise attack that you do, but you usually do it at home. Your crowd, you kick it to your sideline. You got all mm-hmm. the referee momentum coming over there, and and, and you make your crowd and, and everybody get involved. Um, I don't know if I do it there, and he and it just it just seems to keep compiling up on him. Um, and and I don't know, I I just don't know, but but that's that's I, I don't know. I want to ask you a question though. Over or under, does Scott Frost make it past five more games? I don't know. Over I five or so. under five? I think under five. Woo. He'll be fired before I mean, game five. Yeah. He should have been gone last year. But he's Scott Frost. He's, he's a golden but boy. But he's Scott Frost. Yeah, he's their so. golden boy, you know. Um, he's their golden boy. I don't know. Uh who knows? I, uh, it, it's it's unfortunate. Um, this came out today, Sarah. Top 100 players. <laughs> I wanted to ask Brian Erlacher this question later on. <laughs> Tom Brady being number one out of a top 100 in the NFL today at 45 years old after he had plastic surgery or whatever you think you had. <laughs> um, I have I haven't I haven't seen. I haven't seen anything about him. I guess he addressed the media and he looks like crazy. I guess you said he looks weird and shit. Yeah. Uh, Christian, maybe you could pull up a picture of what he looks like if you could find one. I don't know. Uh, but I don't know how you pick him as the number one player in the NFL at 45 years old. Um, and then I love how they have Patrick Mahomes at number eight. Um, and I love how Aaron Rodgers is at three. I <laughs> I would have Aaron Rodgers at one. I would really have Aaron Rodgers at one. I would have probably Aaron Donald at two, even though he did some bitch-made shit and hit a guy with a helmet. Um, I would have Derrick Henry on that list. Derrick Henry. um, Yeah, I agree. Above Taylor. Taylor. You you know, this is what it is, is, Sarah. This is what the problem is in in the media world and society in general. People anoint people before their resume is complete. Or even not only annoying them for being complete, they're not even really established. So, so Jonathan um, Jonathan Taylor has one good year last year, and now he's already the top five player. Now, what if he has a bad year this year? Like, let's 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 let let's let shit get a couple years on my resume as being consistently good before I start anointing these people as the next goat. And the next, uh, all that shit, you know, it's just like Patrick Mahomes. Oh gosh. Look at, look at him. I mean, it, yeah, I don't, is that, Oh fuck. Um, there's definitely filler, definitely really? filler in the cheeks. Really? Oh yes. You can tell because his uh, cheekbones are really defined. I'm going to be honest filler. with you. I got to be honest with you. That picture scares me right there. That picture, he said he's going through a lot. That picture scares me right there, only for the fact because of where I'm from. Man, mm-hmm. uh, I gotta be honest. That picture right there scares me because I'm just saying in the in the in the, in the, in the it's right here. Unfortunately, in the black community, right, we would call him a crackhead. 
And now in the white community, we're looking at him and we're saying he's got filler. <laughs> that motherfucker looks like a crackhead right there. I'm going to be honest. He looks like he's on a little meth maybe. He's got little, Botox little and meth, filler. A little, meth, a little meth mixed with some, some, <laughs> some fucking hash. I don't know, Sarah. I no, don't I don't see. I don't see Tom Brady doing any of that. He's very clean in what he puts in his body. Man, those are the worst motherfuckers. I'm be honest. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest with you. That's kind of the worst. That's some of the worst motherfuckers out there. I, I hate to say it. Um, I just wanted to show you this. Re- remind you. I wanted to remind people. Deshaun Watson only got 11 games. He only got 11 oh, games. Oh boy. Um, yeah, I don't know. Um, it's interesting to say the least. It's interesting to say the least. We're going to talk about, have you seen Jalen Rose uh, swing a golf club? That's what I wanted to ask Brian Erlacher. God damn. I, that's unbelievable to me. You know what? You know who swings a golf take, club like that? I want to take everybody to take a look. Please take a look at Jalen Rose swing. <laughs> There's no way you are a pro athlete and that bad, are you? <laughs> like Sarah, I saw you swing a club, and uh, yeah, I'm good. It's on. It's on our video, our intro or outro video. Like you're swinging the club. You you look twenty times better than him. Um, mm-hmm. Charles Barkley looks better than him. Um. It's unbelievable. It's crazy. That's why Warren Sapp wanted to golf with me. Well, I'm sure he he probably wanted to do other things, too. Um, (laughs) But uh, with no further ado, um, you know, Mr. Erlacher is already coming to join us. I want to make sure everybody, make sure you uh, give a warm welcome. Uh, We're going to put his uh, ticker on the bottom so you guys know where to follow him and everything like that. Um, Appreciate him. I can't thank him enough. Um, welcome in. Mr. Erlacher, what's up, brother? How's it going? Man, it's good, man. I'm good. I appreciate you, man. This is Sarah. I know you guys have talked. I appreciate you coming on joining us. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. How you what doing, man? A, you, you got the wall what? of fame going behind you. Yeah, oh, they gave me those for nothing. What does it say farmer on the bottom four on the screen? It says all time. Well, because I farmer, had a question. Loves America. Loves America. I like that. <laughs> I have a question. I oh, am... Man. Oh, you're good. Uh, my dogs are being jerks. Sorry, okay. Oh, you're quick. good. I got four of these fuckers, so. Um, they, never, they never shut up, man. I'm trying to do something. They won't let me. Anyway, go ahead. Sorry. They're like kids, so, dog. They're like kids. Worse. I'm, worse. I'm a huge fan. Appreciate and it. And I, I mean, because you're the greatest. <laughs> that, oh. and so, anyways, but I also am a huge fan of your cock. So I had to ask because I'm also a farmer. Hold on, hold on, time out. My dick slapped me across your face. <laughs> uh, like my crocodile or like, like, what do you mean? Like your chickens. Oh, my co- <laughs> <You're> <laughs> <Sorry>. cock. <laughs> but the reason I'm asking yeah, is, 
Look, Look at, at this. I'm always trying to kick. If I turn my back, that bastard tries to claw me every time. They won't get me from the front though. Well, right now I will because we started a fight. But usually when I turn my back, the fucker tries to claw me every time. <laughs> uh, shit. Oh hey, man. Hey, I, I, I said I said you gotta ask him that because it's gonna Farmer. fuck with everybody. I mean, he's, and, and, and your face showed it, so I appreciate you, brother. Uh, yeah, farmer, I like that. Hey, Sarah's yes. a farmer. She lives. She's from Kansas. Lives farmer. in Florida now. <laughs> fucking on a farm. Where are you from, Sarah? I am originally from Kansas. Where? But, um, right outside of Lawrence. So my daughter goes to KU. Oh yes, Rock Chalk. Uh, Rock Chalk, yeah, she's a senior this year. She loves it there. She uh, she's had a blast in her four years there. Wonderful. Really? It's one of the best places ever. Yeah, but, we go there. It's, we go there a couple times a year. It's fun. I haven't seen a basketball game yet, but uh, oh, you have there. to. You have to go to Naismith. Man, I, so we live in Arizona. I don't like going to cold weather that often very much anymore. Same, so, same. Yeah, we uh, <laughs> we like the warm weather, so we try and stay here. No doubt, no doubt. Yeah. Hey, I I gotta tell people that people don't really know it's a small world. Um, I was set to actually come to New Mexico while you were there. Um, recruited there out of JUCO. There was like six fucking JUCO quarterbacks that you guys yeah. signed. Uh, we talked the other day about it. Sean Stein, a couple guys that were JUCO kids that we played against, and. Uh, and I was probably coming, but then I was told my Division One clock was cooked because um, I was a little older <laughs> out of JUCO. You know, I had I was a fucking yeah. knucklehead. And I'm like, well, fuck, now I found out I got to go D2. So I was on my way to see you guys, Lenny Rodriguez, all these guys that coach yeah. that I'm good friends with now. Um, now, explain, please let everyone know, are you originally from there or did you grow up in Washington and then move there or did you... Yeah. What's the deal? So, so I, I was born in Washington State, and I moved to New Mexico when, when I was six or seven. My parents got divorced, and my mom took us three kids to New Mexico, where my grandparents were from. And we, we moved there when I was uh, I was six or seven, and I grew up there. Now that's why uh, that's the connection. I, I actually was just watch, in Washington last weekend, sitting on my uh, the Erlacher side of my family up there in Washington, uh, Pasco, Tri Cities area. I love it up there. Uh, I rarely get back to New Mexico anymore. All my family's gone out of there. My brother and sister are in. Um, we're in Chicago now, so we, uh, we we rarely get back there anymore. Got you, got you. Yeah, and, and you must have really fucked up t- to be recruited by New Mexico, by the way, because we uh, <laughs> not not. I'm just. I'm not, we just weren't very good back then. <laughs> we were we weren't very good back then, JB. We uh, no uh, doubt. And we talked about that. Sean Stein had a freaking gun, man. That yeah. dude could make all the throws. And you're right, he was a pudgy dude, but he could make all the throws, man. <laughs> hey, no doubt. I remember, man, we we, we were both all Juco All Americans together here. He was at Long Beach City. I was at Compton. Yeah. Um, man, I know you got into golf. I, you know, I'm on Pat McAfee show all the time too, and like you are, <laughs> I love Pat. Yeah, Pat and them AJ and the so boys. Funny man, no, they're yeah, good funny dudes. I've been watching you on there, man. What? Um, you started golfing. I've been in Arizona all the time, man. I'm out there with uh, my buddy Pat Perez, who's a now live golfer. Oh, that's uh, the man. I uh, love live, by the way. It's a freaking. Do you do you play Silverleaf ever? Yeah, I play Silverleaf. It's a B Herm and those guys. I um. Yeah, yeah. Yep. I live so I live down in Gilbert, which is kind of far, so it's probably an hour. Okay. Up there. I play at Mesa Country Club down here. I play out in Seville. I just it's a little bit quieter down here than than Scottsdale. I'm not quite a Scottsdale guy right now. Maybe when I grow up and get a little older, <laughs> I will be. But for now, I'm gonna stick to Gilbert. Quite. Hey, I with just my, got. I just did farm a, animals. I just did a show uh, with your boy that that lives in Gilbert too, man. Tank, Tank Johnson. I was on Tank's show. Um, God, I think like two weeks ago. Oh, where Tank's you? my dude. Yeah, he's Tank's, my dude, yeah. man. Love Tank. Yeah, I just did his show earlier this morning. So, uh, and he's nice. in Gilbert too. Employee ninety nine. 
No doubt. No doubt. Hey, you, you got to have that fucking three tech and shade in there for you. Um, Dude, he was good. Man, he was good. No doubt. No doubt. Hey, man, we're, I got to I gotta ask you a take before Sarah talks. I got to ask you a take. What, what, what's your take on these fucking uh, helmet condoms we're wearing? These, uh, these fucking. I saw uh, that. These guardian caps. <laughs> hey, man, it's all about safety now, right? Um, I don't watch a lot of the preseason shit or the practices or anything like that. I don't really pay attention to that stuff. But I saw some footage. I was like, what's on their heads? I thought maybe they came out with a new helmet or something. Because my son plays high school football right now. He's a junior. And they don't wear the condoms on their heads um, for their training camp. Um, wow. You know, it's all about safety, Jake, right? It's all about getting uh, the guys safe and getting them healthy to the season. I get it. I don't like it. But I get it. You know, I understand what they got to do and all that bullshit. I just um, – if it looks funny, it looks funny, I guess, as long as they uh, get healthy and stay healthy. Nah, no doubt, man. I, it's Game's changed, man. It's crazy. I, mm. I, we'll get all that shit. Hey, what yeah. what's this deal with the with the with the a dome being put on Chicago Stadium? Yes. Is that like a fucking is that real or is it isn't that so, your advantage? Man, I have so I heard so you know the Bears the owners bought some land in Arlington Heights. Uh they're talking about leaving Soldier Field downtown. So the city of Chicago makes all the money on that stadium. They get all the like the parking, I think the food, everything around there. They they make all that money. The Bears get nothing. So I think they're trying to maybe make it a little more profitable for them and build a stadium in Arlington Heights. Someone said to me they want to put a dome. I said they, they can't put a dome. You can't do that at There's Soldier Field. No way. It wouldn't be Soldier Field anymore though. Right. Right. Because they'd be moving, and that also is an issue. But. I, uh, I cannot see the Bears playing on, under a dome at home games. I mean, it's mostly no. to their advantage, right? You know, you yes. got the weather, the elements. The, no one likes playing that shit. Even, you know, you got it's definitely an acquired taste. So uh, I, I don't see how they could put a dome on a thing. It, someone said they want to get a Super Bowl. And the only way to get a Super Bowl is to uh, get uh, a dome, obviously. Yeah. But even then, who wants to be in Chicago in February? I don't. It's cold. E- yeah. <laughs> even for all the bullshit partying. Who the fuck wants to go there? Lake Michigan? Yeah. Uh, I don't know, Bro, man. Hey, I've I've he- I've heard you come out and talk about the CTE things. You have exact thoughts that I do. I think we have we think alike on a lot of this shit. Um, yeah. Now I know the doctor came on McAfee show and he was talking about mouthpieces don't do shit. And I just and I'm a I have to disagree because as a quarterback getting hit, uh, I've talked to Troy Aikman myself. I've talked to these guys that when they took their pieces out is when they got more concussions than they ever had in their life. And I know for a fact when your jaw hits each other, the teeth hit each other, you're going to get that more than you ever had. Um, I, I equate CTE um, to mental health for a lot of the folks that they – don't get me wrong. I, I believe there's a mental health, um, but I, I also think mental health chooses us. We don't choose mental health. And okay. I think people are starting to choose CTE as a crutch just like we we choose mental health as a crutch to mental weakness i think fucking people are really mentally weak they claim mental health i think people getting hurt after the league is they're done when their their careers are over they want that uh free handout and i think they claim cte do you kind of see that as a trend going upwards now or do you really think this is all true and everybody has fucking cte so I'm not sure how much money there is to be made by claiming you have CTE. Honestly, I don't I don't know if there's any lawsuits for that. And by the way, I didn't wear a mouthpiece my whole career. JB, I never I, my rookie year. You're like and I couldn't I couldn't talk, man. So right. I was like, I, I can't wear. A shirt. And you had to communicate. You know the the game was changing. So I didn't wear a mouthpiece for the last 12 years, and I had one major concussion. Anyway, um, right. I know there was a lawsuit for the concussion thing. I'm not sure about the CTE thing. Um, I do believe. It's an issue, honestly. I, I think guys, you know, and they, and they can't study until after you pass away, correct? When they, they can get in there right. and check your brain out. But 
I do think guys play it up as well, especially with the concussion thing. I, there are some guys I know, and guys who really never fucking played. They were practice squad guys, and they, they moved around four or five years. They played like in ten games. Now they're in the the concussion settlement thing, trying to make money off the NFL because they never got paid. It's frustrating. It's annoying because there are guys who could use that money. You know, guys that played 20, 30 years before me that didn't get shit when they played. They have terrible benefits. They still have terrible benefits. And they're trying to get in that concussion lawsuit, which they should be in because they're probably all banged up anyway. They should be getting the money. And there's these shitheads who really don't have any issues, but they, they play it up when they when they go in for their interviews or when they go see the psychologist or whatever they have to go do. Right. They, have to do. <laughs> they play it up pretty well so they can get part of that money. It's very frustrating. But I do believe CTE is a thing. Um, you know, I'm sure more, the more research they do, the more they'll know about it. But um, I, I don't know a lot. I just know for the concussion thing, guys – are joining it because they want a freaking handout and they may not be as banged up as they lead on. Man, I was on a practice squad. I played arena football. I played in Europe and I was approached for this fucking unemployment lawsuit that's going yeah. on. And I'm just like, dude, I chose to play. I'm just, I didn't, I don't know. It's like, it's like snitches get ditches where I'm from. Like if I chose to play, <laughs> I fucking want, I, I'm going to own up to it. Like my daddy rolling over his grave would fucking beat the shit out of me. If yeah. I, if I We're sued, on this- we're on the same boat in that one because I, I knew what, I knew the risks when I played football. I knew yeah. I knew the benefits. That's for damn sure. The benefits for, to me outweighed the risks. No you know, doubt. you're gonna make a shit ton of money in a short window, and you're gonna get to play football for a living. How great is that? You know, so uh, I don't know how many people that would not. Um, there are some guys who turned that down. I understand that, but um, to me, it, it was such a fun game, and the the benefits outweighed the, outweighed the risks for me. And, and, and I'm just and piggyback on it, like. We're seeing younger kids retire at a more higher rate than we've ever seen, and I is that that has to be part of this whole. Is it a figment of my imagination? CT really is out there, and I'm going to say, all right, I'm going to quit now before it's too long. And I, I just we're seeing it at an all time rate, and it's like, damn, we're we don't love the game like we once did. Number one. And these young yep. kids now, they don't even know who the fuck. Some of them don't know who Brian Erlacher is, which is a slap in the face of the game and the. It's like funny, dude. I was coaching kids in JUCO that are, are now in the NFL. They don't know who the fuck Eric Dickerson was, and I'm like, what? What? I swear to That's, God, it's 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 fucked up. They rather play Fortnite, be yeah, on yeah, social the video media. games, man. Yeah. yeah. So I do well, have to ask, ahead, who was the hardest QB to prepare for? They're all so damn good, you know. We played, so I played against all the great ones. I played against Brett, Aaron, Drew Brees, Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, Eli Manning. Right. Um, there's 20 guys you can name, and I probably left some off the list on purpose, but they're all hard to put They know exactly what you're doing every damn play on defense. It's so frustrating because they know how much time from the play clock. They can see that shit every every time it clicks down. Um, for, for me, it was Rodgers. He's so good. You know, and it, yeah, and the Bears fans hate that, but it's true because, <laughs> I mean, the dude throws the, he throws like four picks a season. He does not turn the football over. He's smart with the football. Uh, we had a stat, like when he rolls out to his right, he was like 95% completion rate. It was stupid. So we tried to make him go to his left, <laughs> you know, whatever we could try to do to, to just get him off his spot. But he was really good. You know, he's so accurate with the football and he was mobile. Um, you know, he could move around, not, not necessarily run right. but in the pocket. He moved around to create time. And that's when shit happened on, in the back end. You got to start getting guys breaking free because you start looking at the quarterback. But he, he was so good. Peyton was great. Tom's great. Uh, like I said, they're all unbelievable. But for getting prepared, he was tough. 
Man, I gotta I gotta ask this because I'm I take heat all the time, obviously, for talking shit on Twitter and everything else. The Twitter gurus of the world they they <laughs> yeah. they know all they know it all they know it all. Dog. Well, everybody on social media is so tough. It's oh, fuck. they're not only tough; they know they know all of our jobs better than we know. Oh, yeah, and for sure. uh, they're these six hundred pound life fat fucks eating donuts all day, but they know <laughs> our shit. But bro, I love donuts. I could eat me some donuts. Oh, I could I too. I, have, I need. A, I need a fucking. You know. Uh, oh, I need a chocolate, dog. I need a chocolate. I need to talk. You got me hungry right now. A devil's food hot right now. Devil's food hot. Um, let me ask you this: Do you, I? I come out and say this all the time. I say, listen, quarterbacks may be fucking more talented than ever. They may be more skilled than ever, and all this so shit. I think quarterbacks in the NFL is at an all time low collectively. Than it is when we play, and I'm just saying that for this reason. I I think they're more talented. I think they're yeah. more skilled, but I don't think they're better. Um, I think college coaching, college quarterback coaching, is so bad. We all want to do tempo. We want to go fast. We don't teach any fundamentals. We don't teach these cats about protection, about uh, you, you know defense. fits. We don't teach fucking like, gap responsibility yeah. to the QBs. They don't know who the fuck's coming where, and I think they get to the league. And you got guys like Lamar Jackson, who's a freak, yeah. but he can't fucking throw the ball. He can't throw a quick game, uh, you know. And I'm just like, dude, I just think as a whole, quarterbacks are, are worse than they've ever been, but but they're more skilled, though. They're more talented. So um, here's the issue. The college game is so different from the NFL game because of all the RPOs and all the stuff. That yeah. They want tempo. They want to run 100 plays a game in college. Yeah. And they dictate what the defense does. You know, in the NFL, yeah. it's not it's not quite like that. The NFL, they can dictate what you do on offense by what they do. And in college, you don't really have time because they, they run so much damn tempo. And, and they, you know, they figured something's figured out. And, the you know, in college, not everyone's on the same playing level athletically. No the doubt. NFL pretty no much doubt. starts Everybody, teams, yeah. But, yeah. But for the most part, they're all the same. But I don't feel like they're – Talent-wise, they're any worse. I just feel like they're less prepared, if that makes sense. These, these, these quarterbacks are unreal. They're all so damn good. Lamar's a beast. That oh, dude, yeah. Yeah. Uh, athletically, he does some crazy oh, things, yeah. man. He's so fun to watch. Um, but, yeah, I just think they're a little bit less prepared going to the NFL. That's why you don't see a lot of them have a ton of success You, you, right you played Michael Vick. Uh, yeah, you, Ooh, yeah, he was the greatest. You put Love a lick dude. on him. Yes. You, you, equate, you think Lamar's – I think Vick was a better thrower and passer. Uh, bigger arm, obviously. Um, yeah. And he's a lefty. I had to fuck with mm-hmm. you as a as a backer, right? I mean, I didn't care, man. It didn't, it didn't matter to me. Just, to everything, just you know, everything was to our right instead of our left. Yeah, you know, yeah, when, you got, yeah. when you got a backwards quarterback, everything happens to their <laughs> their strong side. So that, that's all. But man, Michael Vick was so fun to play against. He was the fastest player, not not just quarterback. I'm talking about fastest player on the field. Whenever he's on the field, he, he was unreal. I love playing against. We did we did well against him. Uh, yeah. Believe it or not, as a defense, we always played pretty well. I don't know if it. I mean, we had great game plans, but our our, our defenses could always run. No doubt, and you, Bri- you and Briggs. He, he play. Well, even before Lance got there, in my first couple of years, we played him in two thousand one, two thousand two. That was before Lance got there, and we just we did a good job. Our D line kept him in the pocket, and we ran to the football. No doubt, no doubt. What's your, yep. what's your take on uh, the current status of the Bears, man? You, you a Justin Fields believer, or or you think they their roster's going upwards, or do you think they've uh, they kind of hit a wall? I don't know. Man. I, I honestly don't watch them play that much. You know, I live in Arizona. We don't get their games down I know. here. Yeah. So we don't. I, I'm not going. I'm not. I can give. A sh- I'm not going to search for their games because I don't really care that much. Honestly, they're on TV, um, and I'm happy to be watching. I'll watch, but. Um, I don't follow them as much as I probably should. I'm a Cowboys. I grew up a Cowboys fan, man. Right. So I uh, we get the Cowboys a lot here, which I and mm-hmm. who doesn't in America? Yeah. You know, everybody gets Cowboys. <laughs> yeah. America's team, baby. Right. Yeah. So I, I right. do watch a lot of the Cowboys games, but um, 
I like Fields. I think he, he throws it well. I, this is a big year for him. You know, uh, the bad thing is I, I don't like it when these young quarterbacks get new OCs every year. It's no, tough, man. No doubt. Yeah. The, the terminology, it's not so much the schemes. It's the damn terminology they have to learn every year when they get a new guy in there. I would like to see him, you know, hopefully stay in this system for a while. Um, they got to get some weapons around him, and they got to get some protection up front. Uh, defensively, they, they kind of went backwards as well. They've got rid of some of the guys. Hey, Roquan, number one. And then I think he's the best player on their team, both sides of the football. You think he stays, or is he demanding out? He'll play this year. I think he's going to play this year, from what I hear. Um, but man, why would you want to be somewhere where they don't want to pay you what you're worth? I don't know what the negotiations. I don't know how much they offered him. What he's what he wants. He, he's he's definitely deserving of one of the top guys in the NFL. He's top five linebacker in the NFL, at least, if not no better. No doubt. No doubt. Yeah. Hey, Rogan. Rogan had Aaron Rodgers on. Obviously, Pat has Aaron on all the time. Some of that, yeah. I love him on. Hey, by the way, I love him on Pat's show because the media hates it. They they can't yep. get the questions that Pat gets in. They yep. can't talk to. They don't have the access, and it just I love it because and Aaron knows that too. It's so great. And I love anyway, that he ahead. only goes on his shit really for the most part. It's great. It's yeah, awesome. Yeah. If you want to know what he's yeah. if you want a question, uh, text Pat. He'll ask it to Aaron for you. Media guys. <laughs> Hey, do you think you think uh, Aaron Rodgers gets a bad rap after he goes on those type of shows because he's unequivocally like, fuck you, I, I'm going to say what I want. Do you think he gets better, worse rap than a lot of these guys by the media? Obviously, we know the media. Um, yeah. Worse than what it should be. I mean, Kyrie Irving, they talk about the old unvaccinated and all that shit. At least this, well, at least Aaron Rodgers plays. Aaron Rodgers is a Juco yeah. guy like me, so we yeah, have that in charge. That's right. At least he fucking plays, though. My thing is don't get $100 million and don't even fucking play. Um, yeah. So I don't equate those two together as everyone else is trying to do. Gotcha. So I just love that he don't give a shit what, what the media thinks. Yes, or what say. amen. Yes, that's all. That, I mean, he's going to do what he wants to do. He didn't want to get the shot, so he didn't get the shot. Good for him. Right. You know, the NFL Good for is pushing him. that shit so hard on everybody. No and now look, at, now look at the CDC new bullshit guidelines came out. Everyone's the same. Shot or no shot. <laughs> We're all the same. Well, everybody was cured. Everybody was cured when the playoffs started. Well, when the playoffs started, the NFL fixed it. They was gone. <laughs> yes. They eradicated the China virus. They got rid of it. <laughs> they got rid of that shit. I don't know how they did it. They should talk to Dickhead Fauci and teach him how to get rid of it, too. Or he's, he's retiring or quitting, resigning. Is he uh, quitting? Yeah. Fuck shit. Alle- allegedly. Well, he better quit before uh, January because he won't be in there much longer anyway. Uh Anyway, um, yeah, you're gonna be pissed. Hey, off. Joe, Joe stuff. Rogan came out and said, "Fucking vote Republican today." Did you see that video? I uh, saw a clip on my uh, on my Instagram feed this morning. I'm yeah. a big Joe Rogan fan. That dude's awesome. He doesn't really. Yes. He, he kind of in the middle though a little bit. You know, he doesn't. I yeah. like that because I'm the you same way. Look at both sides yeah. and, and kind of figure out. Where, just stay in the middle if you can. Yes. There is some major bullshit going on both sides, but no doubt, you can be in the middle, which Joe Rogan pretty much has done. Um, I, I like him though. He says a lot of good things. Man, I, I say it all the time, Brian. I'm an independent thinker, man. I'm not. I'm not gonna go right or left, red or blue. I'm gonna fucking think for yourself. Independent man. thinker, you. man. Yeah. And if you vote, and if you think some other, if, if Brian Urlacher thinks this way, and I think that way, doesn't mean I have to fucking hate him. Like you're entitled to your own opinion, man. Oh, I, yes. I, unless you know, I, I feel like I'm gonna say this. I feel like the people on the left are are not okay with you having your own opinion if it doesn't agree with them. No doubt. That you're, mm-hmm. It's okay to have an opinion as long as you agree with them. Now, the people on the right, I feel like a little more tolerant because kind of had to be. Because if you said something, you get canceled, you get this and that, all that <laughs> bullshit. Or they try to cancel you. So, um, all that stuff was. Now we got monkey pox coming out, right? Uh, for some people, it looks like. 
It's not everybody. It's not yeah. a universal thing. I saw this morning on the clicker. They're trying to bring back the the uh, lockdowns. Some of the um, rules for the, the virus now. They're saying it's, it's outbreaking again just in time for school to start. Weird. Oh. Of course. That, I don't so, believe that shit. And you know, the thing about it is, why has not one professional athlete really, truly been real fucked up by it? Like, I got to be honest, I hate to say that, but like, if if LeBron James, for instance, got really fucked up, then I would say, all right, you know what? This motherfucker might be real and we got to worry about it. But we haven't had anybody really say, all right, you know what? We got to bubble this thing up again because uh, this thing's got too bad. I I don't know, man. I just think it's just such a fucking weird-ass fucking deal we're in, man. It's just kind of... It is weird. The only thing that they get messed up by is that damn shot. That's the one. That creates more problems than the damn uh, virus. You know, these guys, they're, they're professional athletes, no matter if it's NFL, NHL, NBA, baseball. They're professional athletes. If they get it, they're going to beat it in a couple of days. You know, they're, they're, they're oh, yeah. in shape for the most part. You know, um, I just, yeah, they, they made a big deal out of that. And these, these are the best, you know, most in shape people in the world. They're not going to, it's not going to do much to them. I had it, um, shit, when it first came out, I got it in December. I had a headache for a day, not maybe, maybe like three hours, and then it was gone. That's all I had the whole time. Yeah, I, I haven't really got the motherfucker yet, and I haven't got. I probably the- had it. I probably had it since then too. I'm just never getting tested again because it's the fucking flu. So who cares? I'm never gonna get tested again for it. I've been saying the same thing, dog. I said this. If I lose my taste, I must have had it. No shit. I'm like, this is the new flu, dog. It is what it is. I'm like, I don't tell me that now. Is your golf swing similar to this? That's Jalen Rose. Jalen Rose. Jalen Rose, the Hooper, the Michigan old Hooper. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, He's worse uh, than Charles Barkley. Mine's a little bit better than that. I make so usually when I make a swing, I make contact with the ball every time, (laughs) and it goes forward. (laughs) Unlike uh, that guy. Um, Yeah, I'm I'm like a four handicap. Hey, I've been watching you. You've been been stroking that shit. I, 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 we gotta, we gotta go out and fucking. I gotta play with you, man. I go out there with Pat all the time and Rom and all these guys out at Silverleaf. So, what is your handicap? Those dudes are good, man. I'm gonna tell you right now, Brian. It's par for them. Don't ever play with fucking pros like that because they will demoralize you. That's like cats coming out and playing with us football. I played with (laughs) Stroman last week uh, out out here at Space Arizona. It's dumb. It's just it's. Every par five is a par four. You know, I'm hitting three wood to try and get to the green. He's hitting <laughs> fucking uh, five iron on the green and two plus for birdie every time. And I'm trying to get up and down for par. It's annoying. Um, but he, they're good. There's a reason they're on the tour. Nah, it, it's good. different. I can't even fucking. I go out. I'm just trying to chill. I, I, try, I couldn't even light my fucking cigar because they're fucking <laughs> up and down. Putt for three. I'm, they're off in their cart. I'm, I'm sitting there like, fuck, dude, can I? Can I fucking get my cigar lit or just chill? Like, you fuckers are... They're about reps, just like me and you in football. We're trying to get reps. These motherfuckers they are... They want to go. They're well, going. Uh, we play fast, too, man. We uh, we roll out pretty quick. Uh, we don't... Uh, sorry. Yeah, I wouldn't be waiting for you either. No. Like, you, oh, I'm no trying doubt. to win. No doubt. Yeah, I'm trying to win. And whatever it takes for me to win, if I have to play faster yeah. so you're struggling, I'm going to play faster. <laughs> No doubt about it. Oh, man. The old guys out here, these old guys, they don't mess around. If you're taking too long, they're going to pass you, and they come up there, and they're like, can you move? Would this roll up on you and be like, get out the way? (laughs) Yes. Wow. I like that, though. Um, There's some dudes (laughs) at one of these places I play. They get really, really moody when when they have to wait for a shot. They're like, this shouldn't be this Mm -hmm. slow. I think we're playing in two hours and 45 minutes. Relax. You're going to be... You'll be able to get home before 5.30 and get your nap in. Don't worry about it. Oh, yeah. You can't even, I mean, you can't even get a, the beverage cart girl out there. 
Hey, who's your who's your picks this year? Who's your NFL picks? You got uh you got any teams or you don't care? I don't really watch it like that anymore. But you, uh, you know what I like to like to bet on the games now. It's so fun. Oh man, it it just makes it more interesting to watch the games. I don't the games that I do get. I like to watch. Um, gosh, man, that's a good question. I haven't even thought about it. You know, what? I think it's going to be good. I like they're in a, such a the, the Raiders. Are, I think the Raiders are going to be good, but their division is so freaking hard. I know. The Chargers. I was gonna, just going to say Chargers too because I think I love Herbert. He's a beast. Um. It's hard to bet against Aaron Rodgers for me. That dude's a badass. Um, regardless of their he, wideouts, regardless of their wideouts, doesn't matter. Well, he'll make them all better. It doesn't matter who the hell it is. He will. I say the same throw, shit. He'll, he'll throw them open. Yep. They'll run the ball more. He, he just—he's too smart. He, he, he puts the ball in the money every time. And they—they they do have better receivers than, than the media media says. I know. Uh, who won the Super mm-hmm. Bowl? Oh, Rams. Rams uh, yeah, I like the Rams. Tough, tough division as well. There. I, know. Uh, I have no idea, bro. I, I know. You know, I think he's also going to be good as the Colts. Me Matt too. Ryan. I, I got Denver playing the Colts in the AFC title game. Really? I think, I think Russell Wilson has he's an crazy. MVP. I think Russell Wilson has an MVP type of year, man. I think he's, he's mad at life and, and all the haters right now. Ryan Clark's in the world and all these fuckers that talk shit about well, what, him. What did, uh, what did that guy say? Oh, he's talking shit about him. And, and I think he's mad. I think he probably tried to holler at Ciara and fucking she turned him down or something. <laughs> Um, so now he's mad at Russell. Hey, me, <laughs> hey, me and that fucker hate each other. Me and Ryan Clark. All these ESPN guys, man, fuck. Oh, you guys got beef, huh? Uh, a little you, bit. I here couldn't tell you the last time I watched ESPN. Honestly, they have all these ex NFL experts on there who fucking were backups <laughs> and never like Dan Orlovsky, the the guy that ran on the back. He's like their main expert for everything. Hey, I, hey, Pat uh, had to I, mend our fence because I used to come out and be like, dude, that's not fucking zone. That's fucking QB counter. And I'm like, dude, when the garden of tackle pull and Lamar Jackson reads the backside, it's counter read. I said, it's not zone. So yeah. I would talk shit on Twitter and shit. I like Dan. We've talked and shit. And I'm just like, but that's the. I don't, I don't dislike him. I just don't like what he has to say. Exactly what I said. He knows, I said, dude, he knows you're, everything, you're spitting the wrong information out there, too. Here's what pisses me off about all the experts, man. They know every position, exactly what they're supposed to do every single play. Dude, you didn't play that position. You don't know what they're supposed to be doing. You don't know if he has A gap, B gap. You know what the read is for the quarterback. You don't know if it's zoner, man. I mean, I don't give a shit how much study you do. Unless you know the call, you and, don't know what it and is. And no offense to Sarah. I love the women. And I love. I think they have a, a place in this. I'm not saying they don't. But, like, the Mina Kimes and these girls that come out and tell, tell these owners, no, you should draft this quarterback. Like, really? You fucking know, huh? You played, huh? Ah, oh, dude. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm just like, fuck. Uh, it's yeah. kind of, Hey, so what's next with you, man? What's going on? You just you got any ventures going on or just uh, living life? I'm going fishing this weekend. That's my next venture. <laughs> uh, now, uh, shit. Where are you going I, fishing? Florida. We always go down to Florida. Down. That's where place. I'm at. We, uh, we got a place down in Naples. Uh, Naples is probably not where you're at. You're probably somewhere um, like Miami, Lauderdale. Tampa. Same thing. Uh, yeah, yeah. We're, uh, <laughs> we're, we're in Naples. I'm like the youngest resident by like 40 years where I live. So yes. Great. Yeah, I'm in bed, in bed by eight thirty or nine o'clock at night. Get up at six and go fishing. If it if it, the wind blows, we go play golf. Uh, yeah, I don't do a whole lot, JB. I uh, I play golf. My kids are a senior in college, a senior in high school, and a junior in high school. So they all drive. They need me to ask for money. That's about it, man. <laughs> My wife has me running around doing some shit most of the time, but uh, enjoying myself playing golf. I I ride my mountain bike or my road bike every day. That's how I can eat like shit. I eat Damn. terrible, and I uh, just burn the calories off riding my bike. Hell yeah! That's it. You, I saw you what on the past show. Don't you do a bunch of fucking push ups and shit too? What was that? I'm sorry. You asked me two questions at the same sorry. time. So I saw I saw you on Pat's show. Don't you do a bunch of push ups and shit too? 
Yeah, man. So I'll ride my bike. This morning I rode 40 miles and then I came home and do my push-ups um, and then sit-ups or whatever, some kind of ab stuff in between. In between t- picking up shit in the uh, cow pen and picking up the eggs and filling up the water. So, so every day, our chickens are spoiled, by the way. My wife bought a fan where they lay their eggs so they can get cool air on them oh, and a fan shit. outside in their chicken coop where they can get cool air because in Arizona... <laughs> Chickens die because it's hot as piss. Yes. So she's on this little group chat and people, chickens start dying. So he's like, we're not going to lose chickens. Uh-uh, those are my pets. So we haven't lost any chickens this summer. Uh, so I was filling up the water for the chickens this morning and picking up shit in between my sets of push-ups. Hey, hold That's on. Did. did you just say you rode 40 miles? Yeah, this morning. God, I haven't rode yeah, 40 I'm, in my life. I've never rode a bike okay. 40 miles in my fucking life. Well, I hadn't either. I, I hadn't either until I started uh, mountain biking like six years ago. And then I went to road biking and gravel biking, and it's so fun and it's great for my body, man. There's no, uh, there's no impact on it. No you know? shit. So it's like swimming, basically, huh? Like swimming yep. almost. I, I, do you, I, yep. So, uh, how much weight do you lose? Shit, dude, I lose ten pounds in a bike ride. Fuck, I might have to fuck you know, with it. I'll wake up and I'll be like two forty-seven. Come home like two thirty-seven. Like yes, I can eat whatever I want to all day. <laughs> No restrictions. Not that it matters, but uh, no restrictions for me food wise right now. It's great. Yeah, I might have to fucking. Uh, I might have to uh, check that out. I've lost about thirty pounds, man. I, I was just too fat. I'm like, dude, I played Good quarterback. Job. I played fucking quarterback at one point. Yeah, it's, I, the one thing I didn't want to do when I retired is uh, get fat. I was like, whatever you do, don't get fat. And I've, I managed to, to keep. You know, I, I played at two fifty five. I wake up. I got out of bed about two forty six, two forty seven every day. So I'm all right with that. No doubt. Yeah, hell yeah. Yeah, I got to get down there, man. I'm trying to get that shit. I'm like, fuck. It's hard. Hell I hate yeah. eating right. Especially it's get impossible. 40, I'm 46 now. I'm like, fuck, dude. I, it, it's starting to get like, all right, this is serious time now. I better fucking do it now. <laughs> well, you don't want to try and do it later on because you're going to be trying to catch up the whole time. It's impossible. Yeah, and I'm going to be fucking broken. And I'm like, fuck, I'm never going to get on a bike again or whatever, so... Hey Biking's man, the do it. You're the you're the best man. I appreciate you coming appreciate on, man. Uh, yeah, thanks for having me. It's we got we got to do it again. I got to come see you, man. Go, go go hit the links. Where are you in California? Yeah, I'm outside of LA. Mm, yeah, nice. yeah. Arizona's pretty much good the whole time. No shit. I know. Right. I know. I was out with Pat though. It was like 185 on the course. I said, I do. We can't do this four <laughs> days in a row. There's no fucking way. Um, <laughs> it's not that bad. Plus you got shade. You got the golf cart. You got shade. Just find the shade and keep that breeze. You're good. Hey, you're old school like me, man. Like, fuck it. Get through it. Figure it out. Fuck the heat. The heat ain't shit. <laughs> Nowadays, these motherfuckers are, oh, I don't want to be in pack. I got to put a guardian hat on a condom. Uh, there are no more packs. No, the, big are no hat, more, the big no hat. The big hat. No more. Hey, have, you like like this. This. have you golfed with Trump? Yes. Have you golfed with <laughs> Trump? Have you golfed with Trump? No, I never played golf with him. No, I've been around him probably four or five times and, and spoken to him and stuff, but never, uh, never played golf with him. We're, we're supposed to play. Last year in um, West Palm, he canceled the day before. He had he had to go up to New York. Damn, he so, uh, him and Pat were hanging out at the at the at the live that two weeks ago. Live. Yeah. I saw him. Yeah, he loves Pat. He I, loves Pat. I played in the, I played in the uh, pro am for that, so I saw him. Oh, did you? All those days. That course is badass, man. Uh, is it? Trump Bedminster, unreal. Really? They had a great turn. fans were unbelievable that week too, man. It was it was uh, they do they do a good job with their events because the players are so accessible. Hell yeah, and they, they're there all the time together. Um, it's a, I enjoy it. I hey, do you, do you, are TV. you, are you, are you pro live like I am? I mean, not pro, I'm just saying, I'm like, I'm like, fuck, I think they should make money. I'm pro golf. I want to see more golf. Yeah. Whoever that may be. Right. I don't, I, I'm tired of all this bickering bullshit. If they want to leave to go play live and make a shit ton of money, 
have at it. You know, if you yep. want to stay on the PGA tour and keep doing what you're doing, go ahead. Yep. Yep. I'm just tired of all the bickering going back and forth. And, you know, the PGA tour is taking shots at live the live guys. I know. I, I'm not, some of them say stuff, but it, I know who cares. Go, go make your money wherever you make it. If you're a professional golfer, your job is to make as much money as you can while you have the window. So go, whether it's live or the PGA tour, do what you got to do or the DP tour overseas. Do what you got to do. Or Ryan, Pat, Pat, Pat Perez made $1.8 million in the last two live tournaments. He shot a fucking 80 round three. Bro, his team, the Aces are uh, freaking... They They're dominating. They're from the Aces. Yeah, like, I love it. I love it, man. It's great. I, I agree, dude. I agree. I think they're fucking independent contractors anyway. Like, fuck, they don't... They, you know, you, the PGA's yeah, been agreed. winning off them forever. Now it's time they get some, so... Hey, wait. This is so weird that the PGA Tour found all this money. Oh, all of a sudden, all yeah. New, what happened? McElroy won $18 million <laughs> yesterday. I know I saw, but I'm, it's so weird how, how the PGA Tour is now bumping up their purses and having these different events. What happened? I thought they didn't have any money. Hey, the PGA should be sucking the Liv's dick for that shit. The, the players should be happy because the players, the Liv is open, like the PGA, made, made the PGA Tour pay these guys more money. And it could benefit, it's obviously going to benefit the guys who stayed there as well, but not as beneficial as the guys who went to Liv financially. I'm just talking about financially. No doubt. And they got to get they got to get the major thing figured out. These guys should not be banned from majors because they're on the live tour. No doubt. Hey, Brooks last question before you. Johnson, shit. Last question before you get out of here. Do you think Lovey's yeah. going to do a, have a good resurgence in Houston? And you think he can do anything there? I mean, he's been there, done that as a coach. Obviously, uh, Houston's a bad franchise and a program been down for a while. You think he can rebuild that thing? I'll say this: if anyone can do it, that man can do it. Really? You know, they will play good. They will, I just I have so much respect for him and the way he runs his his organizations. You know, his players will play hard. They may not have a lot of talent this year or you know in the near future, but I'll tell you what that, that defense will play hard. The offense will try and run the football. I, I just have so much respect for him. I have a hard time saying they're not going to be good, and they probably will be good this year. Yeah. Uh, the quarterback, David. You know, they got rid of just like DeAndre Hopkins, JJ Watt, Deshaun yeah. Watson. Uh, Fuller did Fuller leave as but well? The receiver. I think so. Yeah. I mean, look at these guys. They're losing. Um, but. I know this. Defensively, they will compete. They'll get takeaways and they'll run to the football. I hope they win a bunch of games because I, I love that man. And I, know, and, I, and I know I keep saying last question. This is the thing. Yeah. Lovey, people don't realize they bashed him in college. And I said, listen, man, college guys yeah. do not equate well. And, and NFL guys don't equate well going down. I said, it is what it is. There's only been Pete Carroll and Jimmy fucking Johnson who's done Jimmy both. Johnson. That's right. You know Jimmy what Johnson. I mean? So, like, it's a different galaxy. And... Um, I think Lovey's an NFL guy. He needs to be an NFL guy. I think yep. he, that's what it is. He, you know, he's not trying to go fucking recruit your mom and get the kid. Like that's not what it is anymore. You know what I mean? I'm not. I, fuck. I, I, I did it forever. I'm like, dude. Um, so, like, do you agree with that? You think there's just a, there's a huge difference in that regards? Like NFL, for instance, Brian Urlacher, you got fucking a gap. Whatever comes in it, the DN has the cue. The, the best. Ba- the scraping backer has coverage. the pitch. In college, yeah. <laughs> in college, we fuck that up because we don't have responsibilities like that. Kids make up errors. In the NFL, you make that or you get cut, right? You do that you're fucking not gonna, You're not going to play. You, you make mistakes in the NFL, you're not going to play. And in some colleges, you know, saving runs like a, a, a right. basically a pro style, program, right. you know, a pro yep. style everything, defense. Right. Those, they don't make mistakes. And, you right. know, I think – and the big programs don't. But, yeah, I, I like Lovey in the NFL. You know, college is tough. It's, I, I don't know personally, but I'm sure it's hard to go from NFL yeah. down to college. Just dealing with you're dealing with men, yep. and you're dealing with you know there are some men in college, obviously, but they're 18 year old kids, and they they're going to progress as they get older. But it's just he, he's a great leader of men. You know, uh, it's hard to get grown ass men to follow you and believe in what you're doing. And he had no problem with that with us. We all bought in. We all believed what he was saying, and, and we all respected him. So it was very easy to buy on 
to get on board with him. Nah, no doubt. No doubt about it. Man, listen, man, you've been the greatest. I appreciate you, man. Like I said, yeah, I wish you the best. Thanks for I hope having you catch, me. Hope you catch a fucking big fish. Oh, we're going to catch a shit ton of fish. Don't worry about it. That's a guarantee. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Hey. Let me up when you come out here, man. Hey, I appreciate you, brother. Yeah, take care. Thank you, you so much. Bye. You're welcome, sir. See you. All right, bye. Um, shout out to Brian. Um, much love. Um, Man, Sean Butler, I just saw that. Uh, sorry about that. I would let you call in, dog. My bad. I just saw that. Uh, we're going to start adding the callers to our guests soon anyway. So I appreciate you coming in and uh, joining in. Make sure you hit the like button, subscribe. Become a member today. A lot of new members today. I appreciate you guys um, coming in. Sarah, that's two good guests. Zach and uh, Brian. Um, man, you can't ask for much better on a Monday. I don't know what people thinking they're getting, but fuck a beautiful Sarah Blake, a fucking Brian <laughs> Erlacher, fucking Zach with the college. I don't know. It is what it is. Um, what do you think about uh, what do you think about his face when you asked him about his cock? He said, "Did you say crock?" <laughs> And, and, and then he looked around, and I was just, uh, I was like, fuck, I had to get to the video. I was like, let me get to the fucking video. <laughs> You're like, God damn it, Sarah. <laughs> oh, I was like, fuck, let me get to the video and fucking pull that up. Um, no, but he's talking about keeping his chickens, you know, cooled. I'm like, I need to know this. I am raising 15 chickens right now. Wow. Well. How do you raise 15 fucking chickens? Okay, so. Chickens are hard. Like, that is the hardest farm animal we've had to deal with so far. We, I mean, we didn't make, when we first moved out here, we had about 10 chickens that didn't make it. So we took a little break from the chickens because the dogs thought they were chicken nuggets. So now we're raising 15 chickens because we need them to kill the freaking spiders and there's just a whole bunch of shit that goes into farming. Like there's a whole bunch. I, I never thought Charlotte's web was a real, real thing. It's a real thing. Every farm animal does its duty. And we had two ducks. Those are gone. My dogs ate them alive. So news is broken since we've been on. I think Jimmy, Jimmy G signed um, with the 49ers again, apparently. Um I don't know if you saw that, but Jimmy G. Pretty Jimmy G. Huh? Pretty Jimmy G. I, yeah, I guess. Is that, oh, pretty. Yeah, he's pretty. Yeah. Is he pretty? Um, he's like pretty in girl features, you know? Yeah, there there he is. I mean, that's crazy. Highest paid backup. That's interesting. I That tells me that uh, it's not. See, see what it says right there? It says... It is clearly Trey Lance's team moving forward. I disagree with that. I don't think it is. Because if it was, you don't sign him as your backup. You sign him as your backup because you don't think Trey Lance is ready. And that's what it is. And that's my fucking humble, honest, experienced opinion. I don't think he understands that. I don't think he realizes that. Um... I, I don't think they have a lot of yeah, faith they don't trust. And trust and I don't believe Lance is the guy. I don't I've been saying that. I don't think he's the guy. Um but uh we're gonna talk about some NFL quarterbacks today, um, Sarah. Me and you are gonna talk about it. But before I say that, uh make sure you head on over to CanadaDipsCBD.com and make sure you guys go buy some of these, man. I'm in a I'm in the running for the winning. I'm I can win this thing. 
But I'm in second place. You guys got to go get me. I need like 20 of these bought. So if you guys go out there and use my promo code, COACHJB, all in caps, and put me over the top, I will fucking give away a bunch of shit. Whiskey, vodka, you name it. Um, for you guys that... So listen, if you guys go out and prove to me and show me that you purchased it, I will give you guys something. Whether it's a call-in, whether it's some merch, whether it's a bottle signed, um, you name it. Um, go out, canadipcbd.com. The, use the promo code COACHJB, all caps. Me and Sarah is going to take a piss break real quick and... We will be back in four minutes, and we're going to break down a new segment of the show, which is going to be called, Can You Ball or Will You Fall? And that's going to talk about the top quarterbacks, okay? We're going to show you the graphic in a minute, but we're going to talk about the top quarterbacks who I think are going to ball and I think who are going to fall. They might have been ballers last year, but they're going to fall this year. And we'll get through a few of those guys today. And we're going to talk about this upcoming college weekend and uh, a bunch of other shit. But give us four minutes. Let me take a piss. Let Sarah go get uh, her DMs read. And I'm just kidding. It's not DM day. So, yeah, stop being fucking thirsty. Stop being so fucking thirsty, all you guys. Um, But we will be back in four minutes. See you in a second. Peace. So here's my top five fucking of all time. Tony Gonzalez is the premier tight end in my generation not only did we play against each other in high school growing up together his old his older brother was actually one of my juco tight ends his name is chris gonzalez by the way went to huntington beach high school grew up right up the street we played together in the we actually played each other in high school twice um he also played basketball when i for his high school, we were obviously the number one team in the country in basketball. He was a great basketball player as well. Played at Cal Berkeley with Jason Kidd, um, Tremaine Folks, another good friend of mine. He was on that squad. Uh, Ed Gray, another L.A. kid. That Cal team was great. I think they lost in the Elite Eight uh, to Duke, I want to say, or North Carolina. But that, that Cal team was really good. Tony Gonzalez was a problem in college basketball. Could have played in the NBA. Uh, I don't think he would have ever had the same career, obviously. He would have just been a big, bulky power forward in the, in, in the NBA. You know, he's 6'6", uh, probably could, you know, at that time. Um, but he was a great inline blocker. He was a great pass receiver and catcher. He always, And also was uh, he did a lot of things that tight ends at that time were not willing to do. Uh, but... Tony was an all-around tight end who holds most records, and he played longer. That's one of the reasons I cannot put Gronk in there. I do think Gronk is probably the most talented tight end to play the game, but I don't put him there because I think he's played 11 years. He's only 33 years old, and I don't think you can put him as the best already. I think he scored in three of his four Super Bowl victories. Um, but anyway, Ozzie Newsom is my number two tight end. Ozzie Newsom redefined the position. He is what the Antonio Gates of the world, the Shannon Sharps, all those guys became later. Ozzie Newsom, also a friend of mine who who was the player personnel of the Baltimore Ravens for a long time. 
a guy named Art Perkins who played running back for the San Diego Chargers, L.A. Rams, actually was a Compton College alum who was a coach at Compton College who coached my coach who also allowed me to come into OTAs and minicamp with the Ravens way back for a couple days. Art Perkins is a great guy. Learned from Ozzie Newsome. Uh, played in that era. Ozzie Newsome was a different human. People don't realize that. Everyone wants to talk about the firemen and the plumbers and shit. The JJ Reddick quote, which will, okay, well, how's that going now? <laughs> now that all these old school motherfuckers have came out and showed you that you fucking bitch made motherfuckers could never even have played in our era. A little less fucking played every game in our era. But anyway, Ozzie Newsome, I think, deserves a lot of fucking credit for what he did um, as a Colt, as a Brown, uh, you know, he was original fucking vertical threat tied in that you did not see. Everybody was in line tight ends at the time. So Ozzie Newsom's one of my favorite uh, set number two. I put Gronk at three. I put Gronk at three. Um, like I said, I've already talked about Gronk, so I put him. That's where I put him. Shannon Sharp is four. I think Shannon Sharp redefined the athleticism of the position. I believe he was one of the fastest tight ends. His brother was one of the, Sterling Sharp was a freak of nature. A lot of cats don't know that Sterling was possibly a top five receiver of all time who had his career cut short because of a major neck injury. Sterling Sharp was a freak. You could ask Brett Favre that one. You can ask a lot of people that one. Um, but anyway, I got Shannon Sharp at four, and then I got Kellen Winslow Sr. at five. And Kellen was a freak, by the way. His son was a stud. He's also a pedophile. You think they're in good hands with the QB they got, huh? Oh, man, definitely, man. I appreciate, uh, appreciate you, man. But, yeah, I think. I think Kentucky's in, in uh, good hands with Will Levis, man. I believe that's a prototypical style uh, pro quarterback, you know, with, uh, with Nick Scangarella coming in as the OC, a former OC of the NFL, having a guy like Liam Cohen last year, you know, introducing that new style of offense, which was one of the most exciting times to watch a Kentucky offense play. Um, you know, no disrespect to anybody that was, you know, a part of the offenses before, but. All right, all right, all right, all right. I'm back, Sarah. I'm back. I had to let the dogs out, you know. Had to do all that shit. Um, so I got a new segment. All right. Um, let me. You hear me? Yes, sir. All right. Let me see. All right. Is that you or me? With what? I don't know. I hear somebody talking. Do you hear? I hear us talking. Do you hear us? Oh, it's oh. Hold on. Let me see. Um, let me see. All right. Okay. Quarterbacks that are gonna fall. All right. Uh, not good. Believe me, not good. This is the this is the quarterbacks that are gonna fall. In my opinion. And then I'm going to have the quarterbacks that are going to ball. Pretty, pretty, pretty good. I think they're going to be pretty good, right? So, are you going to ball or are you going to fall? This is the segment, all right? So, I got to bring up some QBs who I think are going to ball, all right? Now, they may have been some guys from last year, Sarah, that you don't agree with. Um, <laughs> I think Daniel Jones is going to ball. 
regardless of what everybody thinks, I think they're going to ball. Hey, Brian Erlacher just said it. When you go through a shitload of coordinators, it's a struggle. He has gone through a shitload of coordinators. So I think that Daniel Jones is going to ball. What do you think? Does he ball or does he fall? Okay. You think he's going to ball? I do. Now, I didn't say the I Giants mean, are going to win and ball. I just think he's going to ball. I would have to agree. Oh, shit. Um, We're going to take score here, by the way. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I, I would have to agree. Okay. Zach Wilson, Jets quarterback, <sighs> staying in New York. Coming off an injury. I think he's still going to play. Most likely he's going to play. Um, does he ball or does he fall? Mm. Zach Wilson, uh, fall. <laughs> well, I mean, he might be caught. I up. Mean, he might be caught up fucking the Cougars. I don't know. You know, I don't know if you know him and his mama got some real crazy shit going on with all. The I know. Um, Patrick Mahomes. Ball, ball or fall? Fail. I ball. got. By the way, I got Zach Wilson balling also. Um, but I think Patrick Mahomes falls, and I think he falls dramatically. Um, balls yes. or falls? Fall. I'm not a Patrick Mahomes, and I've never been a Patrick Mahomes fan. Um, Do you like his girlfriend? No. Is it because I you do like, not? Is it because you're hating and you're like, no, he can get better, <laughs> or do you think, uh, or do you there's just a lot because of reasons. she's annoying? First of all, I don't think that he can do better um, because I don't think he's very attractive. But I don't think she's very attractive. Uh, you know, I just don't. I think she could be more attractive if she wasn't. Such she's a fugly. She's idiot. pretty fugly. She's pretty fugly. Yeah. I, I, I mean, and I don't like his brother, Patrick Mahomo's brother. Like, how bad is he? Oh my god. That whole family, it's it's really bad. And you know, a lot of people in Kansas City, they don't like them either. I know. I so know. I, I just I don't I don't like him. I don't think that Patrick Mahomes even would be anything if he didn't have Travis Kelsey. Um I don't I don't like him. I think um, he was a flop from the very beginning. You saw it in the whole the the Super Bowl too. He came undone. Oh, well he's done it. A and few that times. was true character. Yeah, I agree. He's um, a little whiny baby. I got another one. Fall or ball. Um Mac Jones. Uh I think that the reason he's going to fall is because I hate to say this, and this is an idiot move, and I might be putting my foot in my mouth because I never want to bet against Belichick. Um, but based on what I've seen so far, it looks like a guy who's in an offense that is not ran by professional people. Because of what Belichick has hired on the offensive side of the football, I think that he's going to struggle mildly, to say the least, especially with the weapons that are around him. Now, Belichick proves me wrong. I'm never going to say nothing again about him. Um, and I, I hate saying that shit because I'm like, fuck, I should just be like, no, I'm rolling with fucking Belichick, but it's hard because Mac Jones is not that specimen 
that can sit back there and fucking dime it all over the place like Aaron Rodgers. He doesn't have the arm strength, the skill set. He has to rely on great O-line play, great skill kids getting the ball and making plays after the catch and certain things. I think Mac Jones falls, um, and I think he falls hard. I think he's going to ball. You think he's going to ball? Yes. I like Mac Jones. I'm I'm a big Mac Jones fan. I like him. Really? Yes. I like him. (laughs) Um, Yeah. Yeah, Josh. I do. I think exactly what I think. I think Mahomes. Now, listen, though, Josh. Let me be honest. And, Sarah, I want to be fair with what I say when I say ball and fall. I'm not saying Patrick Mahomes is going to fall to being fucking the worst quarterback in the fucking league. I'm not saying that. I'm saying he's going to fall from what his expected norm is. So, like, his expected norm is MVP, right? That's what we think. Right. That's what everybody's fucking hyped him up to be. So, he's going to fall in that regard. Um, And Daniel Jones, balling, doesn't mean he needs to be the fucking MVP. It means that he's going to ball exceeding expectations. I just think I just think he fits the system well. Mac Jones fits the system well. No, he does. I, but what system is it? We don't know that. Uh, <laughs> McDaniel's is gone. You know what I mean? McDaniel's is gone. Um, Calvin Jackson, former player who caught the winning touchdown last night, they, he was waived by the Jets today. Unfortunately, that's the business. I told him yesterday that if it happens, don't worry about it. I just I just know the business, and I know this. They were loaded in wide out. Uh, he did a hell of a job. I think he'll get picked up if he hasn't already been picked up. That's how fast it moves. Um, he balled. I think his agent will get him a shot. Um, I think he's going to do good and get and get a shot. Um, unfortunate, but he's, hey, fucking two touchdowns. He's in average. Huh? He's average. Who? <laughs> my guy? Daniel Jones. Oh, Daniel Jones? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, no doubt. Um let me ask you this, Tua. Does Tua ball or does he fall? I think he falls harder than a fucking fafa off a coconut tree, Josh. I don't know what you think. Um, by the way, I have a I have a story that would fucking be viral if I told you <laughs> if I told you what if I told you, Josh, what what Sarah's husband thought your name was like he really thought your name was fafa he was like coach you have a great relationship with fafa and i go with who and he's like fafa and i go you mean josh and he goes oh fuck that's i go his name's josh and he and he goes he always says fafa i go yeah because that's what he's calling people you don't know what his what that really means oh josh it was fucking funny Oos. um Tua, ball or fall? I think he's too talented to fall. You think Tua's talented? Yes. Because you're fucking pro SEC. <laughs> God damn it, Sarah. It's he's not that talented. He 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 he's backwards because he's a lefty. He's fucking backwards, number one. It's hard. He doesn't have a fucking cannon. He has a finesse arm who tries to place the ball places where you can't be a placer in the NFL. You're going to get intercepted. So um, I think Tua falls hard and fast, and I think the fucking Miami Dolphins fall as well. But that's a whole other thing. But I do. Okay, so jumping ahead a little bit, Justin Fields, 
right? Yep. We talked about that with Erlacher. He was on the same show as Spencer Rattler. He was on and what? He's, the, the show, the QB show or whatever they did. I don't know. He oh, was, the Elite <laughs> 11 or whatever? Yeah, so they were on the, the same. And look at Spencer Rattler. He's still, you know, trying to figure out where the hell he fits in, transferring, whatever. He's a freaking, that's why I said he is average at best, whereas everybody thinks he's just this amazing QB for South Carolina, and he's not. But look at Justin Fields. He's an NFL quarterback. Yeah, but there's a lot of NFL quarterbacks in the NFL that aren't necessarily right, going to be NFL quarterbacks. You know what I mean? I um, mean, I just don't think Spencer Rattler. Oh, I hear you. Um, we're gonna get to college baller falls in a minute. Don't 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 get it twisted. Once I get rid of all the sex bots. Um, okay, so Tua, you think's gonna ball? So we're pretty equal. We're 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 kind of equal in, in opposite directions here. Um, Jalen hurts. I'm not again. I'm on record. I'm not a believer. So Jalen hurts. I think he's gonna fall. I think the Eagles have a great roster. But even with great rosters, if you're not a trigger man that can deliver the football on time to your receivers in a timely fashion and you want to tuck the ball and run around, you're going to see it just like you do with, with Lamar Jackson. You're going to see issues, and I think that's what's going to hold the Eagles back. Uh, I think he falls. I agree. He peaked in college. Oh, shit. For, okay. I, I mean. Yeah, yeah. I'm not I, trying to be mean. No, no, there's no place for we're no there's no place for nice or mean here. This is the truth fucking hurts type of shit here. Um all right, so Jalen Hurts. Um Justin Fields. We're on Justin Fields, we're on these guys. Does he ball or fall? I got Justin falling. I just think I just not a believer. I'm not a believer. Um I but this is the thing. Uh, yeah. Does he fall from last year? It's hard to say because does he ball from last year or does he fall from last year? Um, last year he wasn't great, right? We understand he was a shitty team, shitty, all this. You want to talk about the head coach and the play calling and all this old shit. Um, we're going to see. Um, I I would love. I, rec- I recruited the kid. I had a conversation. I love the kid. I'm not saying he's not a great kid and all that. That's what people have to understand. And, and, and please understand and separate the truth. From your feelings on me being a hater. Not a fucking hater. I'm just telling you the truth. I love Lamar Jackson as a character too. Doesn't mean he's fucking good. So. Right. I think the Bears are in a bad spot just roster wise. And I think that Justin Fields is in a bad spot. So. While we're on second year guys. While we're on second year guys. Trevor Lawrence. Balls or falls? I got him balling because of the culture change that. Doug Peterson's brought in there as having head coaching experience, being that guy. Um, I, I think I think Doug Peterson brings in a different culture than Urban Meyer had. Urban, like we just talked about Erlacher, NFL and college coaches just don't equate well. And I think I think Urban struggled to come to the NFL, and so uh, I think Trevor Lawrence is going to ball comparable to last year. Um, that's just my take. Um, I agree. Yeah, you think he balls? Mm-hmm. Okay. Kyler Murray, the mental midget. 
Does he ball on Madden or does the motherfucker fall on the football field in the NFL? Because he might fall. be playing Madden. He might be playing fucking John Madden more than he is on the fucking field. Uh, I don't know. Trevor Lott. Remember, he he's gonna have Hopkins back. He's gonna have he's gonna have these other things. Um, I think he falls tremendously. I think he falls. I'm not a believer at all. I don't think he's in this, and not just because the whole video game fucking claws and all that shit. I don't really care. I don't think he's that guy. Um, I think Trevor. Yeah, I, I think I he mean, falls. I think Kyler falls. I agree. Um, I think he falls, you know. <laughs> hey, hey, this is a real life show. You don't got to apologize to nobody. Uh, we got real life shit going on around here. Um, all right, l- let me keep it going real quick. Uh, I want to I wanna stay in that conference. Geno Smith's named starter of Seattle Seahawks. Um, I don't know if we can really say if he balls or falls, so we're going to have to come up with a fresh deal here. Uh I think he's going to ball for what he has been handed. He's been handed a starting spot. He hasn't been a starter in a while. He's been a backup role that comes and takes starting jobs and helps out teams. He's kind of a journeyman. Seattle's in kind of this gray area nobody knows about. I think he balls for what's asked for him or of him. So I think Geno Smith's going to ball in that conference. Um, I don't know what you think about Geno and the Seahawks. I don't think so. I don't. I don't know enough about that, but I just don't, I don't think so. So you think Gino falls? I think he falls. All right. Um, I'm, I'm curious. The Seattle team intrigues me. They got great wideouts. Um, they got better up front. It's going to be interesting. I just don't know if Gino's the guy. Um, staying in that conference, though, Matthew Stafford. So, a little stat that a lot of people may know by now, but Cooper Cup broke the all-time yards record, right, last year, catches and yards. Calvin Johnson also was the previous holder. Both guys had one common denominator, which is Matthew Stafford at quarterback. Um, If he wins another Super Bowl, would you argue that he's better than Aaron Rodgers? Oh, no. He'd have more Super Bowls. He was at a fucking... I know, he was but at listen, the worst okay. team in the fucking NFC forever. And you have to ask yourself, Sarah, what if he left Detroit five years ago? No. I, it, that's the same argument with, like, I mean, Tom Brady. Tom Brady's the greatest, but do you think he's the best? best QB no he's just the greatest he's played longer so I think it's it's the same argument when it comes down to that you know I hear you I mean Tom Brady that's good it's leading me from one okay what do you where where do you where do you go with Stafford ball or fall oh fall you got Stafford having a better a worse season than last year I just don't I don't know I don't I like him better. Very much. I think he's better at wideout. <laughs> you don't like Stafford? I think he's just this. This is what I think. I don't think there's oh, a ball or a fall. My goodness. I don't know. Okay. We're gonna go across the country to <laughs> to, to Tom Brady land. Um 
<sighs> Tom Brady, you just mentioned the GOAT, seven rings. He's the GOAT, but he's not the best. I agree with you. I've had this conversation with people like Ray Lewis and Eddie George in person, face-to-face. I've had these conversations where they agree. They've even said it themselves. But what I'm going to tell you is he benefited, A, from being in the worst conference in American football NFL history. Okay? 20 seasons of the Bills, the Jets, and the Dolphins have to help your record and cause. I don't care what anybody thinks. Um, so I'm going to say that is he the best? No, his skill set is nowhere near. It's not even top 25. In my opinion, I can name 25 quarterback skill set wise is much more talented than Tom Brady. Yeah. But Tom Brady is the goat when it comes to having the it factor, that leadership presence that comes in and people go, oh, fuck, this guy's here. And it changes the business and he comes and wins regardless. Okay. Um, Seven titles. I mean, you can't really say nothing else. Now, does he win seven titles if he's in the fucking AFC North all those years? I don't think he does at all. I don't think he does. I think he gets beat up during the season. Because people don't realize, Sarah, you can't you can't equate the the if you look back at the games he's lost in the playoffs to the Colts, to the Steelers, to the tight whoever he's lost to in the playoffs. Just imagine him playing those teams twice a year in his league and com- You know what I'm saying? He's healthy. He's yeah, healthy. But, he's healthy uh, when he gets to those. That's almost the same teams. argument as uh the Jerry Rice and Randy Moss argument. Okay, go ahead and present this off argument because I know we've been talking <laughs> so, about it. J- okay, Jerry Rice and Randy Moss. Better or greater? You know what I mean? I think that Jerry Rice is greater, but I think that Randy Moss is better. Okay, explain or define <laughs> the two. Define the two. Okay, Please. so Jerry Rice put in put in the work. He was the best at reading routes. Like he just knew and he was always open because he read his routes. Like he knew. Whereas Randy Moss, he had to make shit happen. I mean, Randy Moss would catch the ball one handed how many times or get his feet in right before. Like he just, he made shit that was impossible happen. And I think that he was, of course, he's taller, faster, but that that's why he's better yeah. all right well here's the before the ballers fall continues i gotta talk about this segue here because there's no way in my opinion so this is the thing jerry rice had joe montana steve young two hall of famers to throw to to throw to him and then he later had rich gannon which was an league mvp at the time okay mm-hmm. um <clears throat> moss had Randall Cunningham to start his career. He had Dante Culpepper, who he basically made, and then he had Tom Brady for one season. Um, I got to give the quarterback nod to Jerry Rice. Obviously, besides the undefeated season they they lost in the Super Bowl, the Tom Brady-led New England team was probably his best team that he was on. But also, um, there's a completely different 
dynamic. Like, I would compare T.O. and Randy Moss before I would compare Randy Moss to Jerry Rice. Only because they're more physical specimens. Randy Moss was a straight-up 4-3 guy that goes vertical, jump up, go get you. That's why they call it Moss. Moss me, because he goes and gets the ball. Um, Compared to a route-running guy that knew the game, more cerebral like a Jerry Rice, who's just going to continue to stay open, be healthy every year because he worked out so hard. Um, Completely different humans. I I don't know. Right, greater, better. Yeah, and, and 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 Moss had Chris Carter, um, who was another guy you had to defend and possibly try to double and trap. Rice had Taylor, which was probably the you know his only other. He had Tim Brown for a minute, older in his career. Didn't he have T.O. also? He maybe later, yeah, later on, yeah, he did with Steve Young. I don't, um, yeah, yeah, T.O. later. T.O. was younger, obviously, right, mm-hmm. in the, right, getting right into the league, um. I don't know. I don't know. I, I let me ask you this: What player equates better today's game than than the, out of those two? Because today, yeah, which player right now could play today and have success? Randy Moss. Can he? Hell yeah! Why? Because he could run fast. Nowadays, the corners are bigger and faster than ever. And you got all these different coverages that the NFL could throw at you to stop the fade ball. Like the fade ball today is more is more incomplete than any other pass in, in football. So Jerry Rice can still get open, get underneath, catch underneath. He doesn't have to be that blazer fast guy because he knew where to get open. He knew where linebackers were. He knew he knew what window to get open in. He can run routes and still get. You know he can he can. He's four six tops, but he's gonna get you out of your backpedal and break it off and run a route. So it's interesting to say. I don't, I don't know. Jerry Rice, I think, can play in any era. I think Randy Moss can play in any era. I just don't know if you can compare those two. It's tough. Um, it's kind of tough on that. But I don't know. Um, it's interesting. We're gonna have these debates all year long, especially as the season gets going. Um, ball or fall, though. Tom Brady, the golden one. Fall. Uh, huh? I think he's going to fall. Oh, I agree with you. Yeah. I think Tom Brady falls as well. He looks like a crackhead, meth head, whatever you want to call him. I think he's going to fall a little bit, um, Botox or not. I think he is going to fall because I don't believe Tampa's going to ball like everyone else Oh, no, yeah, we're not. See, everyone thinks they are. I don't think he is, man. I think they're going to struggle. No. I think they're going to hit a wall. I don't think... I don't think the NFC is very good this year compared to the AFC. I think you got the Rams. You got an unproven Trey Lance in Frisco. You have a unproven Jamison Winston in New Orleans who has a good roster, oh, but a quarterback that is unproven, really. Um, but moving on to the NFC South. Mariota, ball or fall? fall because he hasn't played as a starter in a while so you haven't really seen him um curious to think what ends up happening with that i don't know he should uh, well Go i'm ahead, bitter say it as a titans fan i'm bitter <laughs> um i i just i don't see anything 
spectacular. I didn't see anything spectacular even when he was drafted. Like everybody hyped him up and I was like, oh my God, no. I just don't. I agree. He's I agree. never been one of my favorites. Staying, staying in that conference, um, Baker Mayfield, he got the starting nod over over Sam Darnold. Come to find out, Sam Darnold's been hurt all camp, and he's going to be out four to six weeks, so Baker now has a new backup. Um, ball or fall from what he did in Cleveland? I I, <laughs> I think he's, he's around an even... I mean, I think Cleveland had the most loaded roster you could ask for. I think now he's in, in Carolina with a shitty roster comparable and I think he has even a shittier year than normal I never liked him either (laughs) like that was another one that I was like no I don't think he's gonna ball I don't think he has ball in him yeah uh because Josh I mean fall as far as like the expectation level. So you got an expectation level for Mariota, for these guys that haven't played. Geno Smith. Guys haven't played last year. I don't know. If, but, you know, does ball mean just because he starts because he hasn't started in a couple years? I mean, you could say that's balling. But we know you have to be successful in this league, and it's a result-oriented business. You either win or you lose. There ain't no fucking gray area in this deal. So, um, I, I, you know, I don't know. Jameis, Jameis Winston. Um he threw 30 touchdowns, 30 picks his last full season. He was balling a little bit last year, got hurt under Sean Payton. Now he has a completely new offense, a new head coach, defensive-minded coach, be it. Um, I think he I think he falls. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I don't like I mean, I this is my problem with the league. I I don't like Jameis. I don't like Baker. You know, there's just like a whole bunch of different. They don't have the it factor. There's it's really hard to look at the NFL right now and see the it factor with a lot of these QBs. I I agree with you on that. I, at least you've been listening. Shit. That's what I'm talking about. You know, the I, it I just, factor. you know, the mm, it factor. you know what I mean? Yeah, I, I shit. I agree. Um, I got to go to the NFC North because we're going to go to the black and blue of the a- NFC. Uh, basically, it's only black and blue because they play in fucked up shitty weather places, right? <laughs> um, Jared Goff. I, if Jared Goff had the it factor or some nuts and guts, <clears throat> I think that Jared Goff has a top five skill set as far as throwing the fucking rock around. He can throw the ball like no other. He could throw the rock. Um, he just, it's just, he has no like, Gall or nuts or fucking guts, in my opinion. And he just continues to disappoint when it comes down to crunch time. I think he falls, even though I like what they're doing up in Detroit, the staff. I like everything that's been assembled. I like the rah-rah and all that. Um, I think Jared Goff is going to... I think if they had a legit Stafford right now, I think the the Lions could win five more games than what they're going to win. I still think they might win five or six games. Um... Maybe more, maybe seven, eight games. I don't know, but I don't think Goff is the guy to get him over the hump, even though they're in a rebuilding deal. So I think Goff falls. I agree. I don't think he has any confidence either. Exactly right. I I do think Kirk Cousins balls, though, and I think Minnesota wins the NFC North. Minnesota? Over, over Minnesota? <laughs> yeah, you say that good. You live up there, too? <laughs> I think they beat I think they I think they beat 
Green Bay out for the NFC North title this year. Whoa. I do. I think Minnesota has a fucking legit roster. I think they have the new, young, and upcoming, so to speak, guru they all want to say. Sean McVay's predecessor and all that old shit. Um, I think that Minnesota is going to win the NFC North. I think Green Bay is going to struggle a little bit. Well, isn't he on a comeback year, too? Cousins? Cousins. Yeah, a little bit. Mm-hmm. So, hey, new coach. Yeah, I, I think he balls. But we already talked about Justin mm-hmm. Fields, so you know. Yeah, yeah. I I, I'm not worried that. about them. What about uh, the Titans? We have uh, AFC South. Uh, you got the Titans, the Colts, Houston. Uh, I, I, I'm a. I see. I like Mills, the quarterback, the young QB in Houston. I think he's going to be good. I, I told people I think he balls this year, and I, and especially we just talked to Erlacher about Lovey Smith and what he brings to the table. I think mm-hmm. the, I think Houston is better than people think. I still think they're a shitty team, an organization. I think they're better with Lovey. I think that Mills, David Mills, or whatever his name is, is going to make uh, is going to make a splash. He's going to be better. I think he balls. Um, so that's my opinion on 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 Mills. Um, moving over to the Colts, I've already told you. I think that Matt Ryan um, has a resurgence and ends up killing it this year. And I think leads the Colts to the AFC title game, only to lose to Russell Wilson and Denver Broncos. So that's my opinion. Um, that's the AFC South and Tennessee. Tannehill is what he is. I just don't think he's the guy to get over the hump. So, you know, I think he falls this year, even though they're in a run-heavy offense with a great defense. I think Tannehill falls this year. Um, That's my opinion on that one. I don't know. Do you think that he'll be the, like, do you think he'll play all season? Or do you think Malik Willis will play? Oh, no. Malik Willis is not ready. He's not ready. Really? No. What are they going to do? Run option with him and Derrick Henry? That's the only fucking thing they can think of. He ain't ready to throw the football from the pocket on time like, and get and get a lesser talented wideout core the ball. Remember, they lost yeah. some pieces at wideout now. And I, know. I don't know if they've recovered from those. Um, Willis isn't ready yet. Uh, we could break down all the rookie quarterbacks at another show, but I don't think he's ready. I don't think... Uh, Trey Lance is ready. I don't think um, I don't think the kid in Pittsburgh's ready, a hometown kid and all that. But let's move on to the AFC North, the Black and Blue Conference. We got the Ravens and Lamar Jackson. I think he falls. I think he's going to fall hard. I think he's in a contract dispute. I think he's dealing with it himself. I think the pressure alone on him, a little less trying to win a playoff game for the first time, is all. Wearing thin on his back, I don't think he's going to. I think he's going to struggle, um, to say the least. I think I think Baltimore struggles with him, and he struggles. I don't think Baltimore has the pieces. They've lost some edge wide receivers, uh, some deep threats in their RPO and play action game. So that's my opinion on that team. Um, having said that, I think Pittsburgh's going to fall as a team, as an organization for a few years. They've taken a big step back. I don't think they have a quarterback in the building that's going to ball. Yeah, he's going to fall. 
So Trubisky or, Ralph, or the rookie or uh, I don't think they have anybody in there. Connor or whatever. No. I don't think they have anybody in that in that building uh, that's going to ball. So I don't know. Do we do we want to yep. get to? Do we even want to talk about fucking this debacle um, of a franchise? I don't even know if we need to talk about you know the micro penis team, right? My God, you know what? Why can't they just like they've got so Josh Dobbs right now is playing just space stops. They got, yeah, they got, fuck, yeah, he's horrible. They have, um, uh, Josh Dobbs uh, is not horrible. Uh, he's fucking horrible. They, they oh. also signed fucking the old, what's his name from UCLA? Holy fuck. Uh, how many quarterbacks they got? Who? Cleveland. Oh. What's his name? Josh. Uh, Josh. Uh, Don, or, uh, there's Josh. Fuck. He's horrible. We played him in high school. TJ, what's the fucking guy at Bosco? Um, J- Jer- uh, Josh Rosen, um, Rosen, right? Yeah, Rosen, Rosen. So I don't know. Like they would do great if they just play Josh Jobs. Oh my God, we're such we're so we're. I got jo- I got Zach on Ohio State pro. I got <laughs> I got Sarah on Tennessee. We don't. You know what I'm saying? We don't have no like neutral. I'm the only one that's gonna be neutral. I'm gonna be I'm, murdered. I'm all very year. neutral. I'm gonna be murdered all year long. Um, <laughs> Cleveland's a shit show. I I I don't even think if Deshaun comes back, he's gonna be fucking butchered. I don't think he gets out of his own Rudolph. way. Um. Cleveland's going to take fucking years of setback after spending all this money. Um, I think they're going to struggle. I don't think, I think Deshaun Watson falls bad when he gets back. Um, I would never have put him in my top five like ESPN has and all this other shit. So, you know, it is what it is. Um, but before we start talking about the quarterbacks and continuing, I got, I got to, I want to talk to you about this fucking top 100, uh, you know, top 10 players that they have Tom Brady at number one. Um, Tom Brady, I'm going to leave it up for a minute. Tom Brady at one disturbs me. I think I would put him at number 10 just because mm-hmm. of what he is. He's nowhere near a top one, top 10 player right now, okay? The Rams have three in there. Three. So, TJ Watt just got hurt, by the way. Aaron Rodgers is top two, in my opinion. Um, I, I would put Aaron Rodgers at one. Um, I would put him at one over Tom Brady. Yes, definitely. Cooper Cup, uh, they got over Devontae Adams. I think Cooper Cup thrives in the offense they're in. I think Devontae Adams is going to fucking have the worst season of his career this year with Derek Carr. So I don't even want to get into the AFC West quarterbacks ball or fall yet. We're going to wait on that till tomorrow. Um, Jalen Ramsey... Top ten. He's a defensive player. There's only they got they, they, there's three defensive players that I see on here: Donald, Ramsey, and Watt. Um, Watt just got hurt. Uh, I don't know if he's going to be out for extended period. Jalen Ramsey's that lockdown corner that is going to take away somebody um, where you can double another guy. Um, Jonathan Taylor requires and depends on an O line and a Matt Ryan. To be efficient on third down so he can get more carries. Why isn't Derrick Henry on this list? 
Yeah, I don't know. Patrick Mahomes at eight. I'm so surprised that the media favorite is that low. Um, they love him, though. Oh, I know. I know. I I agree. But I don't know why he's that. I don't know. I see how he's that low. Uh, yeah, I agree with you on Derrick Henry. That's interesting. That's interesting. Um, Derrick Henry's not on there. Shit. Um, I don't know. We're going to see. Um, AFC West is just intriguing to me. I don't know. I don't know how, how anyone gets out of that conference healthy. It's going to be real fucked up. Um, it's going to be very fucking interesting. You didn't show this, by the way. <laughs> is that what you used to wear? Oh, yeah, all the time. That was me when I used to work at Hooters. Really? And I, Yeah, I worked at Hooters because back then you used to have to pay for your college. So... <laughs> Mm-hmm. Wow. How old were you? 18. You're 18? Mm-hmm. That looked... You You have civilized yourself because... <laughs> Sean Waffle, he's in this house. He's from Kansas. That looked like a Kansan. That, oh, yeah. That looked like a Kansan. Hair, the whole thing. Mm-hmm. I got to ask you a question, just talking real shit now. Why are Kansas females stuck in the 70s porn era when it comes to their hairstyle? I don't know. I think it's a Midwest thing. I mean, everywhere I go, it looks like... I'm like, what the fuck is... Have you watched Trailer Park Boys? No. (laughs) You've never seen that show? No. I just started. I just started. Jada, Jada said she likes your brown hair, by the way. Shout out to Everybody Jada. likes my dark hair. Shout out to Jada. Uh, Jada bought a bikini, by the way. Shout out to Jada. <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't know, Sarah. They all look like trailer park boys' guys' hair. The pompadour, fucking 70s porn. They all like, like the women they do in like Kansas. like the pompadour, yes. The, the women in Kansas look like Ricky's hair. On well, Trailer Park Boys. Have you ever been to Tennessee? Like in the trenches of Tennessee? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I'm telling you, though, it's like, but I don't know, though, Sarah, like at least Tennessee's a little more modern. Mm, I, Kansas is tough. I, I, I truly believe Kansas is stuck in 1976. I think it's that population of um, normal, like, Karen girls um, who are in the business of being professional moms. You know what I mean? Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Because they all look the same. Good analogy. They, they all look the same, they all compete with one another, and they all stay there, and they grow up and raise their kids there, stay in the same hometown. It's the same, same, so you don't, you don't see anything different, because if you do see something different, then they're kicked out. You know what I mean? No, I get it. I get it. Um, 
The Jags made a trade today. I don't know if you saw this. Uh, they're trading the receiver, Chenault, man, to the Panthers. That's crazy to me. That was their best receiver. He's actually a Colorado <laughs> Buffalo, played at Colorado. Uh, my buddies coached him. That is a huge thing to me. Um, I'm surprised. What did the Jags get? Uh, I'm confused. Uh, my kid, Calvin, did got this waved. this just happen? My kid, Calvin, got waved. Um, what did you say? Did this just happen? Yeah, this happened. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then Jimmy G signed as a backup, which I think is a, is a super, super comfortable security blanket. Um, this happened. I know you know who this is. You can explain it better than me. I have no fucking idea who this is, but apparently Meghan Markle says British press called her child, their children, the N-word. So this is the... The queen or whatever princess. Oh my god! Yeah, one of the princesses. You don't. You have a. You have a very, very uh, strong opinion on the whole uh, fucking royal family, don't you? They're not a royal family. They're like the biggest welfare family. <laughs> I. I mean, I don't know why people glorify them. Is it just because it's not normal to us as Americans that we glorify it? You know, I, I, I don't know. I just, I'm not a big fan of the Royal family. Um, I'm, I'm not. not really a big fan of Meghan Markle. Uh, yeah. I don't but, even know who the fuck it is. I've never even heard of her. I don't know who the fuck, who it is. I don't know if I could choose anything over hearing about Meghan Markle or the Royal family. I'm not going to give it the time of day. Like she has a podcast now. So I know that she like launched her whole side of things. And I know they did Oprah, but it's all a freaking it's a shit show. It's a mess. Smoke and mirrors. Mm hmm. Um, I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's one of those things. Princess wife. I don't know. Um, listen, we're. 3.30, we're two and a half hours in here. If you guys want to give a call and talk to Sarah briefly before we get out of here, let me know. Give her a call. We're going to start getting ready for tomorrow's show. We got uh, Tomorrow, it's going to be me and Sarah for the most part. We're going to have a uh, sit-down, and we're going to start chopping it up so we can get familiar with each other. Week. This is the start of week two. Make sure you head on over to betonline.ag. Use promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, for 50% off, plus can of dip CBD. Make sure you know I got to win this thing. So please go out there. And like I said, if you send me your proof that you purchased, you are in the runnings for a merch giveaway, whiskey bottle, vodka bottle, book sign, poster sign, etc. So CBD, uh, can of dip CD, CBD.com. Use the promo code COACHJB in caps. Um, I'm going to end the audio side. Make sure that you guys... Um, Call in. I will share the link here for about 10 minutes while we upload the audio. And I'll share the link. You can call in, talk to uh, Sarah. Jada, you need to call in and talk about the <laughs> bikini. Uh, I need to hear it. Um, members, you can call in. Make sure you... Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to end the show on the audio side. We're going to go to the after hours and the after party right here on YouTube. Come on over, all you audio guys. And we'll join you in a second. Uh, hold tight, and uh, we'll allow you in on YouTube. And I'm going to end it on the audio side. Hold <laughs> tight. I'll see you tomorrow, 1 p.m. Pacific. Peace. I'm a chameleon, they call me, man. Yeah. I can go in there, walk into any 
any type of uh, any home, any background, walk down any street in, in the country, in my opinion. And I think that real recognizes real. It's a new new venture that we have. The Coach JV Show uh, with the fabulous Coach Sarah Blake. I am ready to do some content. Coach JV Show. Give it to you straight, no chaser. Sarah Blake.